Alright all you Yennies and Laurels out there, welcome to Communist Broadcast. And now, your, your host, Comrade Weber. Hello. <laughs> also with me, Commissar Sean Sullivan. <laughs> and narrator, Doggy Dilf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perestroika. <laughs> da. I want to lead you in as like a a guy that ma- is just making sure we're saying everything right. That's fucking uh, a man of the red state. Who's coming for us? The Russians? A ministry official. A ministry official. Did they a file that they want the KG beats? <laughs> a member of the party is here with us. <laughs> yeah. The K- they want to they want a patent on the KG Welcome beats. Welcome to state sanctioned broadcast. <laughs> Here to come at you with live breaking news. America has fallen. Breaking. Breaking. <laughs> breaking news. America with K has fallen. Has <laughs> fallen? Uh, when is that, uh, man, when's that fucking gonna, when's that hammer gonna drop on on the, the Trump scandal, man? I feel like it's just gonna, it's my just question gonna stall is, out for a... My question is, if, when the hammer, if or when the hammer does drop, like, is all like the corrupted things that gone through get repealed? Like that's not how that works. No, I don't think so. Nope. The the corruption is entrenched. Yeah, I, I, have I get that. Spent a lot of my past week researching exactly whose head would be put on the guillotine if this were revolutionary <laughs> France. Fucking Robespierre style. And Which, the list is long. The list is long, ladies and gentlemen, and the list is both blue and red. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Soon to be just red, if you catch my drift. But we don't advocate for violence on this podcast, so nope. don't go out. Nope, we do not. And he's talking about blood, not just Republican. Yeah, I was uh, actually listening to one of our earlier podcasts just for some like reference on like some of our hits and misses, and uh, the the part where it's like, oh, kill all the politicians, <laughs> immediately redacted. It's like we do not advocate violence. On this. <laughs> So, but which makes they, me so they force all this. They force all politics. these laws, through, but they'd force all these laws through. What would be this? You'd have to manually. Re, it would take years to repeal all that stuff. It's, it's the same way. Years. Every time a cop gets caught falsifying um, and literally framing somebody, they just keep everybody he put in jail. In jail. I think they call that. Uh, 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 well, actually, not that. Uh, they get put on uh, administrative leave, paid administrative leave. Yeah, you have to literally be recorded. But when they do get you on the falsify, they don't go. They, they, unless somebody with money puts an effort behind going and looking at this guy's previous cases, nothing happens. Like maybe he gets charged, but they. Are you sure? I've literally. It's a murder charge. The cop actually murdered somebody, and he framed you for it. Yeah, that literally. I. He's not the guy that got falsely put in prison. Doesn't have to stay in jail. No, he doesn't, but I mean, they don't ruined. go back and look at all the other shit this cop's touched and see how many other lives this guy's ruined. They let the one guy that they proved he framed go. They charge the cop sometimes, and then just that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. What about us? Right. What about the little guy? <laughs> the little guy doesn't matter. Dude, what about uh, fucking Piglet? Varg? Piglet mattered. I think Varg is loose. Varg? He got, he got let loose in Milwaukee because of that church that burnt down. 
Did you see that? No. Mark Bernkeys is loose in Milwaukee. Yeah, he was the church burner. Um, yeah, he was. He's just a nut job. Yeah, he's a fucking total nut job, and we're not advocating a church burning here. But yeah. uh, there's a historic church that uh, the roof and like the spire burnt down locally is fucking crazy. It's oh, like a four alarm metal. fire. Infiltrate United States. <laughs> well, what this is, is World War Three. Yeah, that's some Varg shit right there. That guy's nuts. <laughs> yeah, he's like a gun nut and all that shit, right? He is a. He is not a good man no. in any way. He killed his bandmate. He is a nationalist. He's just a psycho. Just a bunch of miscreant kids. Dude, nationalism is fucking scary, man. That's I mean, yeah, literally love your, how the Nazis rose to power. Yeah, love your country and whatever, but... Love your neighbor, too. Nationalism is just crazy. What's the difference between you and that guy 10 miles north of you? Not a lot, usually. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> like, I don't know. There are a lot of people who just need to take a step back and chill. Y'all need to smoke some weed. Y'all need Jesus and not not white Jesus. Hey, there was a there was a referendum put that on the ballot this November, I believe. For the medical, it's just medical. It's not recreational. Oh, really? It is. I thought it was uh, straight to recreational. That's generally no. I think it's just medical because that's generally the first step. So a lot of a lot of marijuana advocates push for that because they look at that as like you know, the gateway referendum, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. You know, we were talking all this Russian stuff earlier for our intro here. And I actually had a news story about that. Vladimir Putin got beat by a cat crossing that bridge that they just built. Did and then you the see cat that? tweeted about it. Fucking yeah. What? You, you, you yeah. saw the story. You want to fill them in on Basically, it? Basically, uh, they, they fixed up this big infrastructure project in Russia. It was this big, it was like this, it was this giant bridge. It was this big deal. And Putin's like, I will be the first one to cross this bridge. I'm going to walk across it. Well, he's like at this ceremony and like a stray cat just like takes off out of the crowd and walks across the bridge. And, some, and like they, they like film it and somebody grabs the cat and like the cat like creates and somebody creates a Twitter account for the cat and is basically like, <laughs> ha, I was actually the first one to cross the bridge. Sorry, Putin. And there's a picture of Putin holding the cat. I mean, to me, it's all it's, it seems more like a marketing thing. 100% propaganda so, machine yeah. in full motion. But what if weird. what if they're actually in the process of hunting down the person that made that page and they're going to fucking black, black bag him and make sure he beats never, him? It was either... A, pro- a propaganda from day one or they might have actually already killed that person <laughs> <laughs> or the cat's already fucking dead the cat has been killed and replaced by a doppelganger who's uh, part of the KGB <laughs> this is a KG cat <laughs> <laughs> oh man I saw a gif this week where um, it was a kid doing a karate class and Putin was present. He was sparring with Putin. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And uh, the the president, he, Putin gives him permission to essentially like, throw him. And then he checks him. again. And he triple he checks. He, no, he checks with Putin and then he checks with the people around him. He's like, <laughs> did you all hear this? I'm, al- I'm allowed to, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. right? I can throw the most checks. powerful, like the second most. He's probably tied with uh, Xi Jinping, the leader of China, as the two most powerful men in the Eastern Hemisphere. That was fucking crazy. Though. The 
and a 12 year old just yeah he did body throw him that fucking kid is just got to be on top of the world it's like oh man i got the throw and like i mean and president be, yeah fucking president putin and to be fair in front of Bubushka. and and to be fair actually no in front of uh I was just saying his grandma was there. Yeah, I'm trying I, to. I'm, I don't, this I'm is, trying to say this it in Korean though, because he was, he was either Chinese or Korean. Yeah, he was a little Asian boy. I think he was Chinese. Mm. Although I think Jude was a lot bigger. Chinese or Asian? Yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying he's either Chinese or Man, Korean. Man, I, I wish we had a big fan following, and I could just ask somebody to make us a picture yeah, of Putin the, and Xi Jinping kissing, or just ask somebody in the live chat fact checked us. <laughs> somebody out there in the internet fact check us for us. <laughs> Do my dirty work, minions. <laughs> I had a um, kind of a funny thing happen to me at work this week. Uh, Do tell. Was I it had, funny? I had told somebody um, about a story that happened at in my teenage years. There was a, a hangout where a bunch of us would go. We'd skateboard. Uh, you know, back behind Jewel Osco, those apartment complexes yeah. back there. I had a friend that lived back there. And we'd go dumpster diving occasionally. Like, actually very frequently. Maybe daily. So, um, we found one day this, like, stash of porno tapes. And we're just like, oh, man, this is the fucking promised land. And uh, we found a, um, underneath them a translucent dildo. Just like it was like so big, it was like how would you fit this in a person? It was like almost as big as like a, a Gatorade bottle in girth, like a old, <laughs> old school Gatorade like a, bottle, like a twenty ounce, right? Um, uh, you're, you're talking like portions like this. Uh, could you flip like it, the... flip it towards the camera so they can see portions like this? No, no, not like a one of the smaller. Yeah, like that, like that. <laughs> so, Oof. I was just telling that to a coworker a couple weeks ago. Um. So sit on it, baby. <laughs> my coworker is telling this story to another coworker, and is uh Glenn, and he just tells this dude, he's like, "Oh, go up to Doug and uh, just like say, oh, you so you found a dildo in your dumpster." So there's another guy named Doug. Or I work. <laughs> and this dude just like walked up to him in the office. Like, so you found a dildo in a dumpster. He's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, he was like a good sport about it. But then he came back and he's like, I went to the other Doug. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, you poor, stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> I think the only one that feels foolish super i don't know i think the guy that just randomly got asked right he's just is the like, real is the real butt of all that <laughs> so i walked up to him uh, later that day and i was like so you finding the dildos in your dumpster and he's like i don't know what the fuck he was talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude just roll with it just roll with it man it was actually a double dildo a double header double double d Double D. Double, double feature. That, that's me. That's me. I'm a double D. Yep. He's that's the daddy Delph Delbert. <laughs> that, that'd be a triple D. Dougie daddy Delph Delbert. That's a quadruple D. Whew, so many Ds. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I don't know what's happening to me. It's falling apart. Allergies are Wake something. up, Seven! Don't die on us! Alright, let's do some news. Okay. <laughs> I have one. We actually can... I, I don't... We can't put this on video if I do get it, but it's uh, a woman who took a shit in Tim Hortons. Oh, no. <laughs> I saw the headline, but I did not click. Oh, I watched it. <laughs> I fucking watched it. Like, what kind can of... I, should I, can I put it up on video for Yeah, everybody? what kind of shit we talking about here? Fecal matter. Why don't you guys talk a little bit? I'm gonna boot this up. Didn't so she basically? Okay, so didn't she basically? How are you gonna leave us with that? It's like, oh, bring this talk up? about Tim Hortons. We all yeah, love Canada. All Essentially, I think she accused him of like fucking up her order or something, and she's like yelling at him, and they're like, dude, chill, 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 chill. And she basically, I think she just basically like craps in her hand. Like it's quick too. Like she's like she's primed. Like she has one in the chamber. <laughs> like a fucking monkey. It's yeah. It's like it's instantaneous. She's like she's mad. This is the response. And she's and it's like she whips it like a grenade just right back into the kitchen. And it's like, mm, lady, if you have to resort to poop throwing, you lost. Right. Like there is not a situation where someone goes, oh, they deserve. Here we go for you to crap in your hand and throw it at them. Our Canadian, our Canadian friends up north. I just, I don't know what's happening to them. She's probably up there on vacation from New Jersey. You wanna put it a little bit bigger? Okay, so yeah, she's yelling at this chick. Yeah, she's like, I. She will. like goes and takes a bunch of napkins. Oh my god. Fuck you. I'm gonna take a poop. I am going <laughs> Oh my god. Ah! <laughs> Bitch, oh, oh no. Oh! oh And then she wipes <laughs> and throws the wipes! <laughs> the guy the guy sitting and talking to his wife is just like, that just happened. What this is lady this? just shit on the floor and threw it at Yeah, somebody. watch this watch this guy on the, he, he does not he sits down. This guy right here, he sits down. He watches this all unfold. He doesn't even have a coffee or anything. He's, yeah, he's just watching. <laughs> he's just looking right <laughs> at She is pooping a foot from him. He, he doesn't even look he can right see that it's going even on though. Blink, he doesn't even flinch, dude. He's just like, this bitch is crazy. He laughs. Oh, <laughs> no. He leans back with his head. Is this really happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can put that on YouTube, actually. you Good call. I'm going to trust your judgment. I'm going to trust your fucking judgment in the future for that. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. So... Are just the imagine if it was it or what? Just imagine if it was like fecal spatter, just like <laughs> like the uh, when the espresso machine is done, just like at the end, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> You're right though, man. Primed and ready, dude. She was. I feel like she went in there. I feel like that's ready, ready to do that. Yeah, that's that's the thing is nobody. I gotta take all you <laughs> shit. I'm just gonna go fuck with the guy behind Tim Hortons. Like that is first degree premedicated public shitting. Pre premeditated is probably the word you're looking for. Although she may have been medicated. <laughs> I think the medication was worn off at that point. <laughs> or she never got to take them. Or she was doing some home medication. If you get my drift. <laughs> Holy oh my god. Shit. That's apt, apt. Literally, holy shit. Apt. So, do you guys like that one? No. Oh, yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> Loved it. Um, All right. That this... one's definitely more relying on the video. Sorry, viewers, <laughs> that are listening. Because I don't think Twitch would have let us put that up either. 
Oh, that's no. live leak. That's oh fucking that's, no. That's that's n rate. Yeah, yeah, not if, rated. If it's on live leak, just assume <clears throat> it's not okay. All right, you got another one. Otherwise, I got some favorite articles about Florida people. I got a great, uh, I got a great one actually. Um, you guys may have seen this in the news. A Japanese train um, company had to issue an apology this week. Oh, about being 25 seconds fast? Their train left 25 seconds early, oh and they had to issue a fucking statewide apology this to is, their riders. This is not the first time it's happened either. They, I think maybe like three left, or four years ago. They left something, 15 seconds early, yeah. and they had to, it's a kind of a scandal. Yeah. <laughs> No, dude, like, literally, they, um... They have the most on-time and efficient uh, public transportation in the world. If you watch the conductors, they have these periodic stations that there's, like, cameras, and they have to point at the camera as the operator to prove that they are paying attention to what they are doing. Yep. And it's just, like, every so often, they're just, like... They... The Japanese work ethic is insane they try to yeah, emulate so they, robots it's so crazy that they have like i still think they have the highest suicide rate right yeah yeah, yeah. they work to death over there at least in any developed death. country or developed country i mean <coughs> yeah oh that and the aging population japan's got some 25 seconds though yeah you know in america i'd be happy <laughs> I'd be like, 25 seconds. That's a, a new yeah, record. If, if the bus would show up right? with, with, like within 10 minutes, either way of its, of it's scheduled time. Instead of 45 minutes, right? where I'm sitting there like, did I miss the last one? Right? No, am, no, no, am I no, on no, some no. shit? No, the bus is just doing its thing. The bus has a crazy person on it right now, and it's not moving. <laughs> right? The, the, the transit authority right? is like, trying to wrestle today. some crackhead off the bus. I saw that today. Just an altercation. I was... Me and Brittany went to eat for a birthday, and we were driving back. We came down Humboldt. We turned right on Capitol. Outside of Esterbrook, there's a taller fellow, black, with a Letterman jacket. And those, he's are, those are out, hot right now, Yeah, too. he's out in the... Oh, well, it's hot, too, because it's it's warm out. And this dude's in, like, long yeah. pants, the Letterman. Yeah, yeah. He has a bag of stuff that he's thrown on the sidewalk. And he is out in the middle of the street, like, walking after this dude who was just on a jog and the dude on the jog is like I, I he like took out one earbud he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry and he <laughs> runs back across the other side of the street Brittany, what is going on over there oh just some crazy man altercation and that is the kind of stuff that happens on the bus they just they snap they take a shit in their hand and they throw it at you right yeah. that is it's crazy that like we literally just had a tactical situation up up the street yep. you mentioned in a previous podcast we had a fucking Standoff where a guy just went nuts and there was a siege at an apartment building. Something in the water, man. Everyone in the city. And you know what? Crazy. I didn't think a second thing of it. I was like, huh. That's like, the I worst can't. part. The, the thing was, is like, oh, I couldn't park my car. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, fe I felt bad for the people, but it, it was literally like, oh, another day. Another day in the city. Yep. Can't go fucking a week without a school shooting anymore. It's fucking mm -hmm. insane, man. I think part of that is also because <clears throat> it's like news is right in your face. But yep. that was like one of the things where it's like, oh, it's it's like right there. Right right over there. Yep. There was actually a shooting today. R.I.P. Where? Oh, you didn't hear about that? Nope. In Texas today, yeah. there was a shooting. School nine, shooting, right? Nine, yep, nine dead. Fuck. This dude literally walked up into the school with a shotgun, a pistol, a rifle and pipe bombs 
came in 7.15 in the morning. Student, walk, random dude, student, college, high school. Student, 17 years old. He's been arrested, basically walked into his art class, or walked into an art class, 7.15 in the morning, with a shotgun, shot three people dead. Jesus Christ. How did, how'd they stop him? The It looks like the school, and, and it's one of those things, is it's really easy to either blindly support or dump on cops. There's a lot of really strong emotions on either side of the aisle, but the especially after like the Parkland shooting, there's the incidents where the school resource officers basically like, I'm not going in and caught a lot of flack and had to resign over the fact that while a school shooting was going on, the cop basically sat outside. But this, in this instance, this sounds like the school resource officer who was a retired police detective Why ran in, ran in, <clears throat> helps either single-handedly or helps to do them. Details are still kind of sketchy at the moment because it just happened today. But the police officer was shot is in critical condition and had to receive surgery for an upper shoulder like torso shot from this guy but the guy was shot in the lower extremities brought down is in custody nine confirmed dead i think 12 injured like six were released right or maybe one was critical one was in like surgery and one was you know it was just it's just a fucking nightmare and it's just you feel you feel so bad for these like seven, you know, like, cause I, I was kind of on the news a lot today as so I'm kind of on my way out of my current job. I kind of just wrapped up today. So I spent a lot of time and watching these fucking 17 year olds break down because they literally just saw three people murdered by a shotgun at close right. range. Like, can you even fucking imagine? That's why I missed it. Uh, I, just wasn't uh, connected to any media for like yeah we were all much kicking all it day. over here i saw like a little blurb i didn't know what the extent of it was yeah because i mean early in the day i heard like a school shooting one dead it's already over and then like they obviously as the details started to roll out it was just like oh god damn it yeah and dude was like fucking like probably armed to the teeth Oh, that's yeah, exactly right. what he's like. He's, he's like chucking well, pipe bombs cop, down the hallway. He like literally walked in with a shotgun, just primed, and was just like, "Thank God he went." Apparently, he went into this art room where there was like another exit to the room. It was like near the stage or something. They had some like backstage thing. I, at least that's what it kind of sounded like. Obviously, I've never been to the school, so I don't know the details. But it sounded like the kids were basically able to just like rush out of the back into this backstage area and like there were other ways out of this room beyond like the one entrance so it wasn't just like a you know thank god it wasn't a fucking shooting gallery but you just gotta wonder like obviously it's always like why why like what happened that was like this kid was like this is what's gonna happen in my life right now there was that uh whole like people snap man try and reach out to that kid that you think is that kid and that doesn't help at all it you're usually like reaching out to the wrong person and you're making somebody who's just like feels socially ostracized even more so yeah it's something that you can't predict i feel like like you like the youtube shooter or whatever it um who's oh yeah the guy who walked into the youtube it was uh, a a woman it it was it's hard to keep track of all of them. I know. Uh, this chick walked into the YouTube headquarters, and she had this like conspiracy thing built up in her head that they yeah, were. That's right. Okay. They were. Um, it was like post adpocalypse, yeah. where YouTube started like really nailing down. Oh, that's like, right. Because she content. was like a, a fitness person who got demonetized, and she was freaking out at YouTube over it. Yeah, and yeah. it probably wasn't because 
of her content being like offensive or whatever, but that's what she put it to. She was like, oh, they're trying to censor this like this vegan message or whatever. And yeah. that's the crazy part. It's the it's the not stereotypical like gun nut person. Yeah, just... It was just this like kind of like left yoga workout vegan archetype who just you could kind of see it once you like look at her content it's like oh no uh, nobody was trying to like really stifle your creativity or like put you back or anything it's like you were literally just fucking delusional well yeah and that's the thing is 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 I don't even know how to describe it. Like, maybe greedy or whatever. Like, it's stereotypical capitalism. YouTube did that just for more money. They didn't do it to fuck anybody. They literally... Well, they did it to put more money in their own pockets. It wasn't like they were trying to censor her. I would say uh, yes and no. Because uh, there was things like... Uh, like the Jake Paul fucking incident. The Suicide Forest. I hate to fucking... But yeah, Come on, that, man. Why are we giving him time? That's what I'm saying. I don't but even still, say like, we we were on, like, the Japanese committing suicide and stuff like that. Like, he literally went and exploited that, like, part of their culture. And it's fucking shitty. And he's still a recommended video. Yeah, he is fucking now. He has now, been I, back on it for a little while. Yeah. I wouldn't actually be able to say. Like, the last thing I saw him was somebody else making fun of him showing up on a little Tay video. Oh my God, What's little, a little Tay. Tay. Don't even. That's What's another thing <laughs> that deserves What's a little Tay? no fuck. It's something that deserves no attention. If you never hear that word again, consider right? yourself fucking. Consider lucky. yourself lucky. All right. Well then, I'll just say, thanks to the heroes out there though that step in the the way of some of these psycho people. On that note, let's take a short break. Yeah. Yay! Did you find yeah, Rock? Let's, let's, did you find Rock on on the adoption stuff? No. You didn't look, did you? No, I forgot. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I, Looks like this, except he's all white. We're gonna come back and be like, "Hey, y'all, you ready for some comedy?" This is a full service podcast. We'll make you laugh. We'll make you cry. We'll change your life. <laughs> yeah, put up the masks of theater. So that's your podcast, huh? You've been listening to Radio Loud. You can find us on Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Or you can look us up, Radio Loud, on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Or you can tweet us at Loud Podcast. Only use caps, please. All caps when you spell my damn name. <laughs> Put down that water pipe, you dirty dope heads. It's time for Suggestion Box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I want to start by saying we actually had a response to the uh, Canadian CCU. Yep. I saw that. I did People see that. Right. Um, uh, shout out to James Newman. Newman! The new Newman. Newman. Uh, dude's actually really cool. He does a bunch of like um, uh, astrology photography. I don't know if I can oh, trust that's it. cool. I, I swear by Seinfeld, anybody named Newman's got to be bad <laughs> shit. That's cool. I'll check that out. Uh, check you that can't out. because you're not on Facebook, dude. Fuck book. <laughs> oh. So he Newman. had a suggestion of... Newman, uh, get on Instagram, bro. You're like, not on Instagram either. 
I don't need to be on Instagram to look at people's Instagrams, though. I need to be on Facebook to look at fucking people's Facebooks. I've only seen it on Facebook. So I don't know if he does that uh, on Instagram. I'm sure he's on there. Anyways, his suggestion for um, a Canadian superhero was Devin Townsend as Mr. X, which I think is a Professor X yes. archetype. Professor X. <laughs> uh, I hope what it's Devin Mr. Townsend X. with the, the pickles hair. <laughs> Because that's who Pickles is based on Devin Townsend when he was in Strapping Young Lad with the, the comb over dreads. What was he thinking? <laughs> but did you just imagine as some sort of like a, he's actually a, a psychic super genius? <laughs> he's actually stealing all his ideas from uh, going in Cerebro taking <laughs> it all. That seems a little bit too evil for a Canadian supervillain. He's, he's that's act- his greatest crime is just copy pre-copyright infringement. <laughs> Dude, dude killed it with the backstory because he is already a Canadian native. Yeah, I didn't know he was a Canadian. Yeah, well, native. I didn't expect you to actually know who Devin Townsend was. Well, but I had I, to look him up after yeah. I saw it because I'm. If he doesn't rap yeah. over hot bars, well, did you have to I look up the pickles hair too? If you have some pictures of him with the old hair, because he's just I bald do. now because he yeah. wisened up. But no, I, I have the old pictures with the fucking the giant. Oh my god! Yeah, some of these. he looks like pickles. <laughs> This yeah, boy uh, was a this boy was a handsome man. Devin Townsend, <laughs> strapping is, young lad, was the man. He's a prolific sound writer from can, uh, song writer from Canada. Um, there well, was he's a, got chops. He's got chops. The the hard times had a hot take on him. It was Devin Townsend takes one week vacation. <laughs> it was it's that like that's big news because he's always coming out with something. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. He's a workaholic. I have so much respect for artists like that, though, who just love the craft, produce the music, and right. are just machines with their work ethic. It's like it's crazy, though. You you have to get to some like level of uh, being able to have a bohemian lifestyle mm-hmm. where you can allot yourself the time where you don't have to like scratch and survive just to pay yeah. your bills and put yeah. food on the table to actually like, pursue your art. But yep. You know, so uh, read second read. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk slang. Did you know that uh, the slang term in Japanese for bisexual literally means dual wielding? <laughs> <laughs> so if I you did were, not. Yeah, it's, it's which is what it's basically. You just don't want to butcher it, or what? Oh, yeah, I don't want to butcher it. Uh, and <laughs> gotcha. I don't remember it off the top of my head because, shocker, I don't speak Japanese. Uh, but it, it basically means, like, you know, swinging both ways or being, lo- you know, in love with, you know, being able to kind of use both hands. Be flexible, if you will. <laughs> uh, and I think it's really cool, you know, that it kind of almost, like, relates back to samurai culture. But what is maybe some euphemisms we should start calling? I don't know if you want to... Also, okay, two ways we could take this. One, give me. I. You got the thought? Yeah, it's basically. Put it on your tongue and spit it out. (laughs) Back of my throat here. He's self censoring. He's struggling. Super trying to say this in a way. He's turning red. Let's let's preface this by this is comedy. We're not actually trying to ostracize anybody. So for every extra sword you carry, 
are you in love with one extra gender up to the full 58 until you're just a man who's carrying <laughs> all these swords? You're just so burdened by your uh, your arsenal. All. I you're, love them all. You're over-encumbered and you... you Can't even move, yeah. dude. You're just a you're walking, just like, pointy boner. It's like, what's this guy's problem? It's like he's trying to make it back to camp. <laughs> Dude, I wish I would love to play one RPG where you actually like physically were carrying all the shit in your bag, like in real life, like yeah. a LARP thing where it's just like, oh, here's all the crap you have. Yeah, but I want to play like a Skyrim where it's like you, you go into third person mode, your boy is like got a snake whip backpack on, <laughs> stacked with swords, armor. There's like an orc leg sitting somewhere in the pile and shit. Just like, oh, it only weighs five pounds. Just stacked up. It's six times your height and you're out here fighting motherfuckers. On the same like note as that, I actually had something written down as... Beautiful. Uh, spiral uh, at me. Uh, it's called Lando, as in Lando Calrissian, pansexual. The one and only. <laughs> So I saw this screenshot of an article mm -hmm. that said, uh, well, is Lando Calrissian pansexual? And apparently somebody in the involved with the movie production was saying, like, absolutely he is. <laughs> and it was posted to... Unofficial a, as fuck, though, right? Uh, I don't know. It was just Do you want to explain pansexual to some of the viewers that probably have no idea what that is? Can I leave sure. a boner in the yeah, kitchen? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, I was asking you too. Oh, me? Um, I can't. <laughs> I think it basically means I like them all. Uh, it's. Um, I'll like, Google it. Let's see what Google has to say. You don't base like uh, anything on like gender or. It's the sexual, romantic, yeah, or emotional not limited attraction. To sexual choice to regard with biological sex, gender, or gender identity. Yeah, like they're gender blind. They so, like them all. Yeah. Uh, this was posted to like uh, a Facebook page called Star Wars Sith Posting, and sometimes they <laughs> get a little bit uh, like carried away with like political memes, like uh, carried over into that. I hate that it just influences. And it's like a bunch of people like Star Wars, so there's a bunch of different people with a bunch of different political views, and sometimes there's just a big shitstorm. So somebody oh. had posted this and just was like. What the fuck? And I was looking at it. It was like, of course Lando's a fucking pansexual. He's like, in this alien universe, of course he's fucking some alien pussy. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. It's like, not even, what a, it's is not even a fetish at that point. Right. Just like 50% of this population is not fucking human. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Was, so I wrote down, it was like, of course Lando would fucking have him. And my follow-up to that was, so would Riker. <laughs> I mean, Kirk did it first. Yeah, right. Kirk was banging all Kirk of them. Kirk did it first. All types of strange. Oh, yeah. Taming <laughs> it, dude. The wild edges of the galaxy, dude. Get that fringe, baby. He likes him green. That's kind of crazy that uh, they were, like, proposing him going out and having sexual relations with aliens, and then all of a sudden, <gasps> he kissed a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> he kissed a black woman on TV. Yeah. This is America. Right, this is America. <laughs> oh, I finally watched that too. That's fun. Oh, you, I, got, uh, you got some... Uh, my This is America... Well, I wanted to talk about the This is America thing because you just mentioned it. Right. I finally watched that. I think I watched it too late. I think the hype made Missed it. You? I think the hype made it 
bigger than what I uh, yeah, he like, was expecting the hype something built it grander. Yeah, the hype yeah, built it all up. Did I enjoy video. it? It's just a yeah, it was video. a cool music video. Um, it's definitely not my kind of music, but like it was a cool music video. But it, I was expecting, you know, trumpets and fanfare and fucking just I was ready to get my shit rocked. And I went into it and I was like, oh, that was cool though. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not like this it message was hasn't been said before, and that's like the big thing. It's like a lot of people are looking at this like, no one's ever said this before. Yeah, no one's ever said like, it. Where did Donald Glover come from? It's like Donald Glover's been in the fucking media industry for like twenty years. Right. He's been writing for shows. He's been making fucking rap albums. He's been starring in multiple TV shows, motion pictures. Like, what do you mean? Where did Donald Glover come from? Donald Glover's been fucking all over every yeah. media surface that, for years. That is something I absolutely wanted to make a point about it. I saw somebody. Uh, there has been a shitstorm about the memes now. Like, of course, something got popular. Let's meme it. it yeah, that's culture. It's gonna be yeah. This is how we do culture now. And I see the argument where it's like, oh, um, we're turning this into a meme. And that's kind of one of the points of the video. But that is also helping the spread of the video. That's how, like, we, that's how we disseminate knowledge nowadays. <laughs> right. Through through memes. Through so, fucking little bites of just... So somebody just latched yes. onto that. It was like, oh, yeah. man, you are completely destroying the, the message of this video. And it's like, okay... Donald Glover has been doing this for a very long time and everything he does is like it has a backing of a company who is trying to make some fucking money and that's he's trying to make some fucking money too yeah and this is not only going to help it make money but it is going to help it spread even further than just like any media blitz which we which talked about last yeah week. yeah, yeah. But, Donnie, I liked the video, and I really have to back you up, Doug, with that. It's it's not all one shot, but it's pretty damn close. Right. Yeah, I like that style. Right. I like that style of video. I like it where it feels yeah, like it's one running seamless. Bit. Yeah, yeah it's, I, feel it's, it's good, I like it where it's one seamless thing. It definitely wasn't, but like it was pretty fucking close. Well, I enjoyed they, it. Well, they had to do a couple cuts just because of the way like they intentionally wanted to like flip the scene at the breaks. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, obviously, that was kind of the whole point of like the... It, they they only had cuts when they flipped the scene back and forth, which was really cool though. It was a cool video. Okay. Um, gimme, 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 Doug. I have a um, read entitled "Modern Abortion." Mm -mm. Just un just click on subscribe subscribe to the baby. <laughs> 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 uh, is there like a limit? Like you got to unsubscribe within the first three months? Oh, could you imagine? Um, you could shadow ban your baby. No, it'd be like it'd be like an Amazon Prime subscription where if you forget <laughs> to fucking cancel it when the year comes, you're just <laughs> fucked. <laughs> you get one year of Prime, and if you renew for the second year, that's that's the baby. I feel like the uh, shitty father would be like, oh, "I'm gonna unfollow. I'm gonna return it. <laughs> hey, Store uh, credit." <laughs> Did he, any do you any of you guys have credit cards with BMO Harris? I have a debit card. No, Cause, card. okay, because I have a credit card with them, and I actually just got um, a letter in the mail that they're changing the service agreement, and I need to call so I can discontinue my credit card. I'm actually and leaving. Basic, BMO. Yeah, basically the service agreement. It doesn't say this outright, but it's we're gonna open your number up to telemarketers to get money off this account. Basically, fun fact. <laughs> did you I was know? Like, Fuck you. It is illegal for GPS, which is subsidizes and funded by the government 
and a lot of companies like use the government's uh, GPS basically uh, infrastructure. Uh, there's basically three systems in the world that run GPS and a combination of the three of them can pinpoint anything. But it is illegal only for companies or anybody running GPS to sell your data to the government. It is 100% legal to sell your real-time GPS live coordinates to companies. Zucked off. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is 100% legal for your Waze app or your Google Maps to be like, hey, producers, hey, oh, this guy stopped at a Wendy's before because we track him in real time. Let's throw him a Wendy's ad on the fucking app. They're actually adding that into um, large facilities with um, like hotspots. Mm. They're going to start using those hotspots to triangulate your position within a building with multiple stops. So if you go into a wow. shopping mall, you they know, know what stores where, you go in. Yeah, they know what stores you're going to and you know where the stores are. It's like definitely a double-edged sword in their favor. Everything we get for convenience, we give up probably twice over in privacy. Oh, yeah. Fucking sucks. Oh, don't worry. Soon. <clears throat> I'm going to go Ron Swanson. Soon. All, well, what was it? There was a push like a while ago. It was like, oh, just get all these senators' like porn information or whatever. I almost said... <laughs> just uh, get uh, out uh, there. And then they'll realize how fucked that all is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to dox all get, of them. Get all their, their juicy internet searches and fuck Ted them. Cruz ain't the only one fucking <laughs> liking porn on Twitter. <laughs> that's, that, it's, that's shit on <laughs> that was, it was my intern. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure it was, buddy. Um, From the, you didn't switch accounts, buddy. <laughs> you didn't switch accounts. I almost said instead of a double-edged sword, I said I almost said sword of Damocles. Uh, what uh, what was uh, which was that Roman or Greece? Greek. Greek. Okay. Um, but yeah, the sort of Damocles is like something hanging over your head, yeah. like a sentence that's weird. Yeah, it's like hanging by a thread. Yeah, it's basically uh, it's basically like a guillotine, just poised above your head, just ready to chop it. Yeah, it's like take ready to step. go either way. Yep, yep. What's the s string so, of life with the uh, the three witches? Oh, the, the three, three weavers or whatever. Yeah, what's who the string are, of, is it just called the, the tapestry of life or something? But I don't know, whatever. <clears throat> so, Sean, I know you like uh, ancient Rome, but Love this it. is. This was uh, because I didn't know. Uh, I just like got my info there. <laughs> I was like, this is actually Greek, not Roman. It's cool. I'm actually a big fan of Greek culture too. This is um, Greek's better anyway. Romans essentially adapted Greek culture. Right. Stole it. Was like, this is pretty cool. Like, Let's. Oh, this is your culture. This is mine now. This is mine now. Yeah, um, better. This is uh, Logistocles. Nice. A uh, Greek legend of logistics. <laughs> He kept the uh, he kept the pits stocked. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the right place at the right time, dude. Just in the nick of time. Right. Logisticles was actually the patron saint of lean manufacturing. Fucking <laughs> 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 Trump, Trump, and all the Republican Party actually pray to. He actually manufactured all the little bitty penises to go on the statues. Yeah, what's up with that? We talked about that. Why the hell got those little dicks? Uh, I think it was. Um, I think it was more desirable in the time. It was like more masculine. Oh, to have a baby dick? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were just all. They're uh, growers, not showers, <laughs> okay, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
Yeah, fun fact. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have a follow up for tiny marble dicks. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Unfortunately, I did not foresee that twist and turn. I mean, when you're making when you're making those statues for all those famous emperors and stuff, you don't want to make them feel bad, Sean. Then why they make them all so small? Because they they want the the emperors the to feel good. Yeah, it was the mm. heroes. Oh yeah, the, emperor, the, yeah. the heroes had the little dicks, but the bus of the emperors are looking at them like mm, I got a package though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got a big old horse dong, <laughs> big old donkey dick. <laughs> uh, too bad. And what's her name's not here. <laughs> um, I have a another read called um, Ketchup Palette. Trying to make a basic flavor seem complex. I uh, saw this Facebook post where it was fucking Heinz tomato ketchup ice cream. What? Just made my fucking stomach. Oh, I saw that. Dude. I mean, to be fair, we just posted a video of somebody chopping a Whopper up into ice cream last week. Right. But uh, in the thread, a bunch of people were like trying to explain it like, oh, it's like a combination of like savory and sweet sweet and salty and it's like I'm like dude it's ketchup you're trying to make ketchup seem like it's some there sort are, of culinary there are places where you're not like allowed to put ketchup on stuff because it's seen as just disgusting where and rightfully so where uh i actually think it's in chicago you're not supposed to put ketchup on some dogs. of the hot dogs would yeah. you like to know more on the dogs yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you put ketchup on a hot dog they put you on a wall of shame and stuff. <laughs> You know what? That's such a Chicago fucking thing to do. I fucking go. Hey, look at this douchebag <laughs> over here. Yeah. It's like it's taking pictures. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put him on the wall, Frankie. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. But like fair, overall, though, I think ketchup is kind of seen as a. It's a kid food. Favorite actor Dennehy. Favorite drinko bulls. Bears, hawks, socks. Bulls. <laughs> I've, I do for real though. I've been on some Serengeti, right, dude? He was in town this week. No shit. He was in Madison, not in town. He was in oh, Madison, God. I think. A nearby town. Yeah, but it's just like crazy. It was just like pops up. Yeah, that's... I'm looking up this ketchup ice cream. It's hilarious. and it's just a ton of pictures okay, of Ed Sheeran. Let's. Sheenan. Uh, you want to full screen it? I'm looking up tomato ketchup, but there's a lot of pictures of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like this isn't even. This is <laughs> old Eddie Copper Crotch. <laughs> like, there's a lot of comparisons with him <laughs> and the ice cream. <laughs> like, this one isn't even the ice cream. It's just him with ketchup. <laughs> oh my this god! Is the thing we didn't know about. Your head is ketchup boy. <laughs> yeah, this is something. I, this is news to me. Like, this one is. This is just him. There's Heinz ketchup ice cream. You can blame. <laughs> oh, is he the guy who made it? Is this like his flavor? Hey, we're Ben and Jerry's. We're going to make... I guess. Okay. This is an article from the Pittsburgh Post because I can't read it because I... Okay. Oh, you got advertised too. It's like, oh, we're the New York Times. You've gotten your 10 free. You're done. 
But they're trying to say you can blame Ed Sheeran for it. I'm going to look into this. I'll get back to you guys in a second. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more details on the Ed Sheeran <laughs> situation as it develops. Until then, here's back to the suggestion box and your regularly scheduled programming with <laughs> Douglas Dobert. Take it away, Doug. All right. Um, next read is uh, entitled First Date. I'm so good at those. <laughs> I crush first dates. Uh, it's like a, a woman. She's like, oh, I love a man who's in touch with this feminine side. I'd like to touch your feminine side. Uh, so the man's just like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the mommy. Uh, I'm not going to abort. Or, yeah, he's just like, my water just broke. <laughs> like, or I'm, I'm on my period. <laughs> just uh, what is just some sort of uh, uh, feminine feminine thing that's just like uh what would you if you do were... i look fat <laughs> <laughs> sean do i look fat i, I mean yeah i mean not i mean not at the moment i mean you are fat <laughs> you're Guys. not really fat though you're a big guy I've, I've got the solve on this Ed Sheeran. And, I mean, obviously they they can see it on the screen if it's up for them or whatever but i got the solve on this so an Go ice cream mode. An ice cream parlor in Ireland made Ed Sheeran this ketchup ice cream. Because apparently this guy is obsessed with ketchup. Oh my god, my nephew is like that. He will just eat ketchup. So they made an ice cream for him and they tried multiple times to get it right instead of just accepting the fact this is disgusting and it needs to be tossed. And here's what's... This is on top of it. They put fresh ketchup on top of this ice cream. When it's done. And you were saying people were trying to defend this culinary decision of savory and sweet ice cream and ketchup. Indefensible. Because here's the thing. First of all, ketchup is loaded with sugar. It is not savory. It's not savory. No, it's not. It's like if you uh, get go to the store and get a Bloody Mary mix, the first thing you need to look for in the back is if it has high fructose corn syrup in it. Because if it does, your Bloody Mary is going to taste like a fucking ketchup. Fuck those fructose. Like sweet and savory that goes on the hot dog is the mustard and, and the, the ketchup. ketchup. Yeah, the sa- the the sweet is the fucking <laughs> it's the fucking ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> and the the bite, the accent is the mustard. That's what I need. Um, is just some like uh, some spice, some tomato, maybe a little bit of like brine. And some what salt. a hot dog. No, oh, okay. Bloody Mary. I was like, what are you? You're putting brine on your hot dogs? No, I got you. You could do that with, uh, you know, some relish. Dude. Brittany had her first stubbies bloody. She liked it quite a bit. Mm. You need to come by Miss Monsieur Lubert's. This boy has taken the fuck off with his bloodies. When we go over there, he will Oh, have you like a f- bloodies now? No, I think they're disgusting, but I appreciate the amount of effort he puts into them. He flavors and seasons multiple different types of vodka from from like mild to spicy spicy and he'll have one that's like celery and carrots and garlic and then he'll have like at the top of the scale like the jalapeno garlic and like he'll have like a different mix for each one different types of cheeses and fucking different pickled that he's canned and seasoned and fucking spiced himself to base on the type of like whether you want the low end or the high end of hotness and he will just customize you from scratch an entire bloody and just it's give me all of the stuff he's been curing the longest so i can just yeah you want though you want the rich flavor so i can you chug want... it all and not appreciate it 
<laughs> just to fucking turn <laughs> into a drunk. <laughs> but then he'll just pour you another one. <laughs> That's that dude, what I'm saying. Yeah, that dude is a mean host. That boy will have you coming in, taking off your shoes, and feeling like, I don't know if I want to leave. Well, I can't because I'm drunk. <laughs> I have to believe you. I have to live here now. Uh, so shout out if he, uh, if he listens. I don't know if he does. Cheers. To Poos. To Poos. To Luber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when's Good he guy. coming out? Friend of the podcast. I'm actually um, seeing him tomorrow, so I will let no, him know. I mean, know. like when he's coming. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Let's get that's him out here. Saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll talk to him tomorrow when I see him, see if he wants to come out maybe next week or something. It's just hard because both of us are so busy with schedules. Uh, Okay. Next one, very simple. Stucco, Iron Maiden. Stucco. You know the shit that you put on the walls? Yeah. And it's all like textured. You fucking like scrape up against so it. So what? You want to just like you st- cut your a? flesh off? You put that inside of an Iron Maiden. You know? Oh. Ooh. Like oh, okay. not the band. Okay. That's what I was just like, wait. I, <laughs> I was like, I, what? Stucco Eddie? Do you mean staccato Iron Maiden? Like, no, I'm very I mean confused. Like, like the actual torture device Iron Maiden. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, and then you close. It's just stucco on the inside instead of spikes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene from Matilda with all the nails in the fucking closet door, the spiky room, but it's stucco instead. It's like stalagmites, just Matilda, a plaster. What a fucked up movie that was, dude. For real though, that's place. That's literally just a movie about child abuse uh, or neglect. Little column A, little column B. Yeah. You got uh, another read? Yeah, I do. Oh, hold on. My phone's been having a lot of issues lately. Okay. Floating Islands. A, this is slightly... What, like a, like a Yes album cover? No. <laughs> like a flotilla town. That... It's a Yes album cover. I don't like listen to Yes or know what any of their album covers look like, so you're just missing me with that fucking okay. joke. Uh... This is happening in real life. It's being funded. It's like a brainchild of somebody out there. They want to make essentially the ultimate libertarian floating town that completely self-governs, runs on cryptocurrency. It is completely isolated. All and right, not let's try this one. Water world. world. Yeah, it's 100% water uh, world. I'd, I'm, I've used that in... Would you live on there? Especially being the idea that if you don't like the government, you can just push off and go find a different island, a different island floor. No, it would be fucking what, terrible. Could I actually, like, just chip off a piece of the island that yeah, no, I help build? No, that's the idea. Is every person has, basically, it's like a fucking Civ game where everybody's got a hex. And they build a little house on it, and that's yours. And you can hook up to the town you want to be in. And you can detach and go jump into a different town if you want to go yeah. follow I, some yeah, I understand you can become the... London and then you can swallow all the other hexes <laughs> that you find floating through the sky <laughs> yeah I, I actually use this exact idea in uh, oh, uh, a campaign thing we did cool you want to take it over then you just want to run the whole, the whole thing then no because okay. I would not do it that's they what I'm saying fight, I would not do it it would be terrible do we miss that joke last episode? Yeah, we actually missed an episode where we pulled that one. Fuck! Damn. Combo breaker! To fucking fight more. Uh, it's Waterworld. Yeah, it's Waterworld. Can I have Nick Cage on my hex? What was that? 
I said it's Waterworld. Can I have Nick Cage on my hex? Nick Cage isn't in Waterworld. Yeah, that's uh, fucking Kevin. Spa- no, Kevin. Cosner, <laughs> Kevin, Cos- Kevin Costner. Spacey? <laughs> Kevin Costner. I'm sorry. I watched Con Air two days ago. That movie sucks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Con Air. Yeah, Con Air is Virus a- of Cyrus. Vir- Dude, Con Air is a great fucking movie. Well, All right. The last time you watched. All right, Con we're Air. gonna we're gonna cut to break because we're about we're about to either fight or fuck. Uh, I got a, I got one for Sean. He's gonna love this. This oh, is a God. continuation of uh, Doctor Manhattan Retcon. Yes, give it to me. I got two one. One's more complex. One's pretty simple. So let's start with the simple one. Yeah, teeth uh, first. Doctor Manhattan Medicine Woman. Ooh. <laughs> As in like place of Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just like a week by week thing where he's just like uh uh. Fuck, it'd be like Quantum Leap or something. <laughs> be like that meets Quantum Leap where uh, he's like traveling around yeah, and just like literally put him in Quantum Leap, but instead of like taking on their appearance, he's literally just a blue naked man. But he's a doctor every time, and he's just always trying to bring the uh, the the medicine to them. <laughs> he always has to get to the the town that's in some remote outpost on some planet who doesn't have a. a team of sled dogs to get it to them in time. Thank God the Dr. Manhattan just leaped here and is now able to bend time and space to just go straight Balto and bring <laughs> fucking medicine to the little Inuit boys and girls dying of fucking yellow fever. Oh, fuck. You got it? Uh, you got any ideas for it, Dr. Manhattan before I go in the next Dr. Manhattan? Oh my God. I want to put Dr. Manhattan and Dr. Shivago together. <laughs> After searching, uh, I was, I was so I was, you just want big blue dicks on those Doctor Shivago shoes that you saw? No, I just I, I want because I'm thinking the movie because all the all the shoes we were talking earlier off off uh, off air about uh, a bunch of new shoe styles I saw. I'm not going to plug the brand because they're not paying me. He wants that's a pair how of wing capitalism tips, works. Made. But yeah, I'm getting these uh, custom made hand, uh, hand leather stitch shoes from Portugal, yeah, and they're made all tips. they're all. All the different designs they have are based off of different fictional characters. And there's a set called the Yuri Shivago from the uh, book, I believe, a book and movie, Dr. Shivago. I think the book's called The Island of Dr. Thoreau or something, and the movie's called Dr. Shivago. Uh, but so you're just going to get the Dr. Manhattans where it's just like neon blue and <laughs> black, and it's just dicks. No, the fucking top of the, the Dr. Manhattan. And on the bottom, the treads just perfectly the perfect pecs. <laughs> Perfect abs. It's just his fucking torso on the bottom. Doctor Manhattan's the 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 like the shoe glove where it has like the individual toes. See, I feel like it'd real be more, toe shoes. Yeah, the real toe shoes. <laughs> I feel like They're it'd blue, be more though. cowboy boots where instead of like the point coming up, it's a big blue dong. That or the Doctor Manhattan would be. It would just be the foot of the model. You wouldn't even buy. You'd just pay them money for nothing. They'd send you an empty box. Could you imagine that? Uh, oh, um, <laughs> Sean Connery's character from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen gets the ultimate kill. He kills Doctor Manhattan and makes him into fucking like Stingray boots. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the idea. Here's here's my issue. It will ruin the canon of every other movie we've read. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if instead Doctor Manhattan kills Sean Connery? And makes him into Stingray <laughs> I mean, but he gets. I mean, it's keep- only a movie. It's not like Doctor Manhattan can't be in the other ones too. He'd shine him up, and then uh, the boots would be like, well, "Look at how I sheen." 
I'm Shane Connery. All right, my um, my other read right, for the, the Doctor Manhattan was uh, Doctor Manhattan in Caddyshack. As the gopher? No. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan replaces Rodney Dangerfield's characters. Boo! And instead of him not understanding the rules of the country club. Or the members or how they interact, he just can't understand the needs of the beings with corporeal form. <laughs> <laughs> He's like accidentally destroying their bodies and stuff and just doesn't understand mortality. Right, and they're not kicking him out of like the country club or anything like no, that. He's because like, he's, he's stacked. He's got a lot of money. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's, he's the right kind of people. <laughs> but uh, you'd have the like dude fucking like launching his yacht and uh, Dr. Manhattan would just be like, Starting his like little tugboat with like a fusion reactor on it, <laughs> and it would just fucking just like and just like, rip the front yeah, of the yacht off. No, just a perfect hole suddenly is in the hull, and it begins to sink. These people are like crying. He's like, "Welcome to a day on the beach," and they all drown. And he's like, "Enjoy the water, humans." Well, that's all I got for the uh, Doctor Manhattan retcon this week. If you out there in La La Land, not the movie, the people who listen to the podcast, have an idea of a movie you want to see a big blue dick in, holler at us. Tell us where. Tell us why. At Loud Podcast on Twitter. The tweet. Or on our Facebook page. Just fucking look us up. I'm not even sure what the fucking address is for that. But Radio Loud. I don't know what the thing is, but if you look up Radio Loud, you'll yeah, look at step. There's an at for Facebook. I know there is. I just don't know it. Me neither. Uh, also, we're going to be, I don't know about this week, but maybe next week, we want to get a viewer email signed up. So you guys can email us directly if you want to send in questions, whatever. Uh, we'd love to have a little chime in segment. If, uh, if a couple of you folks would like to throw your two cents in and it's not too fucking stupid. We'll uh, we'll probably read it. Yeah, yeah give us <laughs> some uh, give <laughs> yeah. us some love letters. Um, Tell us who the cutest one on the podcast is. Radio Loudcast at gmail .com. Boom. You guys, want to talk movies now? Because uh, I got a few more reads. Uh, it's kind of relates to movies. It's B D Lister's Walk of Fame. Okay. Where it's like okay. they put their like Bruce handprints. Campbell. Yeah, Br I feel I knew Bruce Campbell was gonna come this up. This is like my Bruce favorite. Campbell's B. Yeah, yeah no, B. I feel like he's he's transcended into A. No. No, he's B plus. He's B. He's B plus. Yeah, B plus. There's no, A minus. There's no pluses or minuses. He's B plus. That's maybe, what the no, maybe in yours. You're all wrong. So uh it would be in Scranton, Pennsylvania. It would just be in some fucking like bullshit town, mm -hmm. and uh, the hot spot would like I don't know be a outside the methadone clinic. That's <laughs> 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 where everybody in the D list wants their fucking square. So the well, I feel like the D list would be there, but the B list would at least make it in like. Ohio or someplace. That was like, my least, first place, Scranton, Ohio. And there's then a Scranton I, in Ohio? Yeah, there's a Scranton in Ohio and there's a Scranton, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's one of those reoccurring names like Springfield. Yeah, every town's got a field next to a spring. Who would have fucking guessed? <laughs> that are the, are the ones named like directly after like European towns. I feel like uh, uh, if we were going B-listers, uh, Hank and Zaria would definitely get a square in there. I... 
it's not that he hasn't been an influential member of culture, but he's almost unrecognizable. Yeah. He's definitely a, a Wizard of Oz type of man behind the curtain. I mean, as a lot of voice actors are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I totally agree with you that he's a celebrity of some note. But I feel like you could bring him into a crowd of 30 people and maybe one of them would recognize him. I feel like he would have been a A-lister if one of his like three chances where he was in a big holiday movie would have taken off. One of them being the 1999 Godzilla remake with Matthew Broderick. He was in that? He was the camera guy. With no them. shit. Yeah. I saw that movie in theaters. I fucking loved that movie as a kid. That's cool. And I loved... It's uh, the one where they, where they hatch all the eggs in the subway or whatever. Yeah. Or, or they yeah. walk in like the stadium or whatever and there's just like eggs. And they like <laughs> they like wrap it up for a sequel. But this was back in like the early 2000s where... It wasn't guaranteed you, in any You way. set up everything for a sequel and then you never delivered shit. Right. Every single fucking That's IP because the movie yeah. was a flop like in the yeah, box office. But even the ones that like, were a flop. Because like they were doing the soup. They've been doing... People act like the superhero push has just been the last five years. They've been doing superhero movies forever. They just keep remaking them from fucking ground one. It was so much of a flop, though, that Hank Azaria was like, that was one of my shots, and it failed. And he was like uh, about as real as it could get with it. He was like, that was like one of my shots. If that movie would have taken off, I probably would have been doing something bigger. But uh, uh, that came up when he was doing his PR run for Brockmire, where he basically plays a disgraced... A major league baseball commentator and his wife just like cheats on him. I've literally never heard of that movie. It's not. It's not a movie. It's a series. Oh. He just like it starts out in the series. He has a meltdown during a baseball game where his like wife is cheating. He's just like <sighs> fucking cunt. I and hate it, that cringy shit. Like miss me with that. Like there are. It's really hard to I think eloquently do the cringe and make me not just go it's not cringy though it's a it's based on a character that he would being he does a bunch of character voices like that's his shtick he does like half the simpsons he has (laughs) just this like he just has this fucking baseball kid like wow ball in the left field he's got that weird like midwestern bubbly drawl that just like permeates a lot of newscasters sportscasters because basically everyone is taught to speak with a midwestern accent because we're next to everybody so everybody can relate to it which is like hilarious for me oh my alarm just went off time to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) but guess what your boy doesn't have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning anywhere are you doing saturdays too they were trying to get me to do next Saturday because my boss is out of town. And they were basically just like, hey, we know you're trying to quit this week, but can you work 55 hours next week for us just to help us out? Uh, no. No. So you remember the whole point of me leaving was because you guys were effing me on the schedule and forcing me to work 50 plus hours every week. And I'm leaving because of that. <laughs> it's going to be a pass for me, dog. Uh, this one's related to that. It's called a business card. It's a business card that has all your information on it, but the majority of the card, like the what takes the eye at first, it just says, here, you throw this away. Huh. Like a little bit of a reverse <laughs> psychology on them, huh? It's like, am I really no, supposed to? It's literally what I think every time. Somebody you get a business a card, you're just going to end up tossing it. It's like, I imagine them in so my just head. So just says, here, throw this away. You throw this away. It's one of those things that can be useful to the people who actually want to want contact. Them. But the majority of the time you're getting a business card, 
you don't That's why you order them by the thousand. Because <laughs> they throw away 90% of them. Yeah. But 10% of those you hand out are people who are going to want to contact yeah, you. Yeah, so you just fucking, like, right here, you throw this away. Yeah. I, on it. I, I, I get it. And it's, always, so it's a little one of those things, like, the joke of it might even be enough to get them to keep it in their wallet. So I'm saying. Let's uh, get some printed. Yeah, yeah. That's where this came from. TM. We're yeah, we were like, talking about it on the way back. TM. That means trademark, noobs. Because actually, speaking of which, I'll talk to you guys after this, but I actually have some business cards that y'all might be interested in. Um, one of my uh, comrades, along with the proletariat, uh, is a guitar <clears throat> repair artist and uh, teacher. And I didn't know if either of you guys had any work you wanted done. Yeah, he said he was a luthier, which is interesting because we were talking about making guitars earlier today. So he was is that the same guy? Same uh, guy who was like, get a Jackson. No, 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 no. That guy does not make guitars. Oh, this, yeah, this is somebody that I don't mix stuff in most. At least the guy I know. Uh, and like, we obviously, I'm not going to go put people on blast like this because he doesn't know that we do this. <laughs> but uh, I'll bring it up afterwards. And if I don't know if you guys have any work you need done. I mean, I, I, I know you were looking at one, but at the same time, I don't know if you want to buy a May guitar. No, we were talking know. about actually making guitars, but just like we know that there's a lot of work. Yeah, this guy it. makes guitars. Yeah, but it would be cool to make guitars. Oh, you mean as a guest? I mean, I could totally Let's ask him if he wants guest. to come on. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he he makes guitars. He gives lessons. He's actually a really interesting guy. Uh, is his name Guy? No, his name is Glenn. Oh. That was the name of the guy earlier who mis mistook the other Doug for the dildo story. Oh, Guy was the guy <laughs> who did the thing that Guy did? No, Glenn. Glenn was the guy who did the Guy thing? <laughs> yeah. To Doug. Glenn was the guy who you, did the, the dildo Doug to the other Doug. Which guy? <laughs> <laughs> I can literally do this all day. This is me, me too. This is me and my father's penchant right here. We will have a dinner, and it's really fun when I bring over a girl, and we'll sit there and we'll launch into this. And what, like the who's on first? Yeah. Uh, Me and my dad literally have damn near a pre-recorded whose line is it anyway skit between the two of us. And we'll just kind of bust it out after a drink at dinner. Improvers. Just hang them all. Yep. <laughs> uh, step up to the gallows. Uh, but, uh, and the girl will always just like look at my mom like, is this just the, and my mom will just kind of give it a look like, this is the show. I've had front row seats for 25 years. <laughs> And she'll, like, explain that, like, when it gets too much, you just tell them you have a headache and they need to stop. <laughs> uh, that does not work for all you ladies out there. I've known Sean for a while. Oh, it doesn't work on me, but it works on my dad because my dad's a better human than I am. All right. I got one more. Okay. This is uh, a, an idea for a game company called Tornader Entertainment. And it, instead of, uh, it, it's just all the hillbillies from Blizzard. <laughs> it's just the hillbilly archetype in all the games, like the, all the, the, the Marines. Yeah, all the Terrans. Because they're all from the South. <laughs> this is actually after the South rose again, and they are now, we are now the Confederate States of America. And welcome to the Terran Dominion. It's kind of crazy because, like, uh, a lot of, you know, American rocket scientists were, like, Southerners. Yeah, I mean, either that or former Nazis. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or fucking Werner Von Braun straight up. <laughs> yeah, like literally the uh, the Japanese scientists program, who dude. were uh, who were pardoned for war crimes as far as performing fucked up experiments on Japanese pri- or Chinese prisoners of war. That's Air- Area 731. That's kind of the gist of it. When we uh, defeated the Nazis in World War Two, we were like, oh, are you a soldier? Uh, you can go back to normal life. Were you higher up as a soldier? Uh, you're getting hung Nuremberg. by piano wire. <laughs> yeah. Were you an engineer or a scientist? Uh, welcome to America. Come, welcome. <laughs> yeah, we did that. To, this is America. Yeah, we did that to Germany. <laughs> Trying to be slipping up. Big time. We did that to Jap- Japan quite a bit, too. And uh, That's just the end of the war pickings. It's just what happens. Brain drain. It's real. Yep. It's the uh, spoils. Um, I have something that I probably can't share because it's not my thing. Then why'd you write it down? Because it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, couldn't rework it or anything. It's just it was already like prime material, and I wrote it down. But it's just like I can't steal it. All right, that's the end of my reads. We uh at the end of this one. I think so. I All right, let's uh, let's take a break. So come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. We'll do a podcast. It'll be fun. You've been listening to Radio Loud. If you want to find us on multiple media platforms like YouTube, just type in Radio Loud, you big dummy. Or you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Questions, criticisms, if you would like to get on the show, add us at Loudest Podcast. Why'd you make me watch that dumb fucking movie? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly... What, what do you mean? I Poke King. Yeah. You know what you did. I actually uh, didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> is this a glitch in the Matrix? I didn't... Okay, here's... I didn't hate it. But the way you hyped this, maybe it's a little bit of this is America for me. But you were like, oh, it's so funny. Oh, just Jack Black, he's Polish. I could see that, uh, how much he hyped it up. That uh, And it was literally just like... He was like, oh, this movie's so good. Like, watch Polka King for like two weeks. And then I watched it, and it was like 15 minutes in. Is so it just a Ponzi scheme that was movie? My, that was my This is America thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, I didn't I didn't know what the movie was. When I saw it, it was just on Netflix's header. Just yeah, new I Netflix original movie. For months. I yeah, had, it was been up there forever. I also had no idea that it was based on a true story. And when I was watching, I was like, is this a true story? No, nah, no, this is too ridiculous. Yeah, when he meets the Pope. Yeah, and it like keeps going. I was like, but it is a true story. But it can't be, because this is just too weird. He, but it's just weird enough. So I... Because you you've been talking about it, you're right it's been on Netflix like it's been on there like they're they're promoted for months because Jack Black is a list and hey, Jack Black is but I, and we got him to do one of our movies <laughs> big uh, star movie starring Jack Black Jack Black uh, and they so but I I couldn't find it right away so I searched it and right next to it is the documentary The Man Who Would Be Polka King. And it's the true story of Jan Levins or like fucking Louis- whatever this yeah. dude's fucking name That's was. What it's called? Poke- it's the- like it's like fucking Ice Guardians being next to Goon. Yeah, <laughs> and it was hundred percent just like okay. So here's the documentary that Jack Black thought nobody else had seen that's still on Netflix and it shows up right next to his movie and it was literally just like okay it's a Ponzi scheme movie 
So the whole middle act, I know everything that happens between minute like 20 and minute like Well, then you knew the ending too or whatever. I don't know how they had the documentary briefed. Because well, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen the documentary, but you just like, you know. I got that it was scheme. going to a Ponzi scheme thing, but I didn't know it was a true story when I was watching. I was like, is this a true story? Oh, yeah. There's I, no I, way, though. I knew it like yeah, I didn't know it was a true story until the end. Yeah. I, I did not know till the end. And that was like all the enjoyment of it for me. It was just like, it was a real story. And it's just, it was just weird enough where I. The only thing in that story that really makes the true story is the Pope shit. The Pope shit was incredible. He shit talked his way to meet the Pope. Right. Bon- yep. That is, that is fucking amazing. Like God tier. Oh, uh, we have a bus full of elderly folk. We did not plan this out. I have $10,000 in a briefcase. Winging it. I gave it to a priest and he said he'd work something out. <laughs> And then, in the moment, he ordains somebody. After they get the meet the poem, he's like, "You shall now be Nikki Patel." Who catches him? He's like, "This was fucked up. I can't believe you did this. You're a con artist." He's like, "Tell me what you want, Nikki." And Nikki's like, "I always want to be Nikki Pizzazz. And they have like a heartfelt moment of Jack Black and this fucking guy. And, and then he like, sleeps with his his mom, his, his mother-in-law. His mother-in-law. <laughs> Dude, the fucking okay, like, and that's the thing. Like, there were definitely moments in that movie where I'm just, I was, I was watching it like weirdly after work one day. It was like one of those situations where I'm just like, there's definitely moments of that film where I laughed. Like, there was yeah, it, 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 it had it, moments. I cried. It changed my life. But you six, you six out of ten did. He's that's generous. What are you giving it? Uh, I'd say I'd give it a seven. All right, yeah, I'm seven yeah. out of ten in it. Yeah. I guess we're all Good in the seven. pretty same range. I mean that's the thing like five like a five is like would I watch it again and like the six is like yeah if it was on like oh I I'm not gonna it. watch it again I'd I recommend it for like one you a know one, one, one good shot. watch it's a one shot yeah well, I mean there's I nothing I, wrong with that I don't necessarily mean watch it again as I wouldn't turn it off if it was on but did you guys watch the after credits all the shots of him with like yeah the, the, Hugh the Hefner yeah, the fucking guy. like the yeah. president yeah the actual guy yeah oh my god I was like oh my god he played poker for Reagan my mind was yeah <laughs> my mind was blown though at the end I was like oh this is a real story I've never heard of this guy and he was in deep with the Ponzi dude the best part of it though is they make it sound like it was the most complicated scheme ever and it's not no he it's just kept getting fuck. more money I didn't really get that from it I didn't really feel like they sold it like it was like really complicated they kind of sold it like he got in a little bit over his head yeah and they he didn't know what he was to doing continue. the start yeah. of the movie was like that but some of the descriptors and some of the like uh like the ending i thought kind of alluded to it being like oh it's like this ponzi scheme that no one even knew existed it was like so complex and it's like it's like not really though he just kind of kept getting old people to give him money yeah i didn't really get that i thought they painted him in a i don't I'm in over my head and I'm he had chances to here's come clean but here's he just, what I he was out of it. I feel like it was a commentary on him being an immigrant uh essentially the American dream not as the pool and the white picket fence but as Hunter S Thompson described it as the big win mm-hmm it's like, oh, I'm going to all of a sudden win so big that everybody is going to be my peon and I will not have to care. Yeah. And that is uh, a legitimate and uh, valid commentary on our culture that so many people hold. It's like, oh, I'm just going to win big and then I'll never have to fucking work again. 
there's, and everybody tries to do that. There's a saying that there in America there are no poor people, only temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Yes, yeah, that is just. And that's a that's a that's a real thing. That is one of the things that is driving us into the ground. Yeah, because it's like. 99% of you are never going to have more than $100,000 in your <laughs> bank account. <laughs> Sorry, motherfucker. You ain't about to break 4K in your bank account. Like, there are, you know what I'm saying? You're and living the, broke forever. That's how a hierarchy, that's how a social system works. Someone's got to be at the top. We organize ourselves in hierarchies, in pyramids, and everybody can't be a millionaire. Like, at some point, we may elevate the... Uh, the like living conditions of everybody like where even the most basic person probably has it now better than they did in like the you know the stone age or like yeah. you know in, in certain areas of time like that's that we have enough of this and everyone comes up a step but you're still nowhere close to the ultra elite exactly like there will always be people who have more than everybody else and that's not that's not necessarily something that's like super avoidable but at the same, I don't know. I'm but just going on. Nikki Pizzazz and the back po- into my Nikki and the Polka King movie. Pizzazz. N- Nikki Pizzazz and the Polka King movie. My only thing with with it was watching it. They made it. It seemed like he didn't really know what he was doing. Was necessary. Like they painted him in like this ignorant light. When it's just like you're ripping off old people. I almost caught it more as like he just developed a cognitive dissonance dissonance where he was eventually i'll make it big enough where i can just pay him pay him all off and it'll work out but it i feel like the real poker king in the real story knew exactly what the fuck i feel like point that maybe it started actually a, a story that happens a lot where somebody tries to uh, one day I'm going to like get this one big contract and it's just a means to an end to mm-hmm. get something in order to like provide. But get in over your head. Yep. It was. A, I thought it was a good movie though. I liked it. I'm sorry I didn't enjoy it, but you did enjoy it. I I appreciated my time with it. That's all we can ask. Yep. Because you were just, you text me basically a poop emoji. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck, dude? Why'd you do this to me? And me and Doug were over here at the same time chiming back and forth about, at first I didn't know what Doug was talking about. He's like, oh yeah, that's a lot of, uh, what did you text me? Papal. You were like, that's a lot of Pope something. Yeah, I was like, oh, is this is like Pope. This is like Pope inv- excellence. And he's like, yeah. what are you talking about? It was like on a Sunday. That's, that's going to take a lot of pe- papal investors to go see the Pope or something. Cause I was texting you about it. And then he finally got it. I was like, ding, ding, ding. Oh my God. Yeah. And then he texted me the next day. It was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I've texted you so much. Cause I, li- I fell asleep early on a Sunday. I sent him like five texts and I had just like fallen asleep. And then he pulled like the fucking panicky girlfriend thing. It was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm texting you too much. <laughs> Uh, please don't break up with me. I'm not always <laughs> like this. <laughs> I'm a bad texter. You and your girlfriend. I are text both... like I'll text like a line. I'll be like, wait, I had way more to that. You both text like you have word vomit. Yeah, because I text exactly what pops in my head. That's the right. most I've gotten yes, out of Brittany it's... lately was uh, oh, cute doggy Snapchat. She's like, oh, I'll send you another doggy Snapchat. Yep. That's basically how it goes. The double down. She's living through her dog. She's the double down. (laughs) 
she's a, a total sweetheart, but yes, she is. Who, Brooke? Oh, yes. yeah. We love her. Yeah, I actually went over and said hi to her today. <laughs> Don't watch yeah, too many doing? dog gifts. Oh, my God. Was she excited? It was so cute, though. Emily busted out uh, like an Uncrustable. Right on cue. She busted out an Uncrustable, and uh, Brooke immediately smelled the peanut butter in the sandwich. Trying to grab that Just shit. went right down, like, fucking sitting super cute and poised right in front of Emily. Just like... Uh, you gotta give me some of that, right? Like, oh, I smell that. That's mine. I deserves that. Oh, my God. So cute. Like She popped up on the couch next to me. She was going nuts with that basketball, too. She is absolutely fucking bonkers. She loves that shit. Final that Four. NCAA. Yep. People's dogs. People's pets. We love them. We and love we use them to bait pets. you in. Yeah. We're going to change the We're going to add loud. a cat cam, too. Get ready for that. So uh, we're also gonna add a scat cam for whenever we go to the bathroom. We got inspired by that live leak video. <laughs> we got a little something for everybody here at Radio Loud. Whether you're a pet person or a poop person, we got your fix. <laughs> Does that mean whether you're like a fucking like a scat person or like a, a little gimp in a fucking like chest? Yeah, being like. <laughs> You're the pet in yeah. that situation. Yeah, like a little bit of doggy play. Like, we'll put a collar on you. Fuck it. Radio loud. We're open to all types. Woof, woof. We're the first only pansexual podcast. Got some doggy sound bites on there for us in the future. Lando. <laughs> uh, so, as somebody, uh, in, in a related story, as somebody else's. Hold on. Can I just insert one thing? Lando Calrossian. Just a wino. Who's who's the Ross reference that I'm not getting there? Uh, Carlo Rossi, that shitty jug wine that's like five dollars oh. for two gallons. Oh. Lando Carlo Rossian, it's just a fucking wine. It all now. makes sense now. Is that a bum wine thing? Yeah. Uh, I um, dude, I used to live with. Uh, we hadn't like seen each other in a couple years. He came over with just like a bunch of bum wines. Oh, the night train. He had some the little, wild, little mad dog. I'm I, yeah. Mad Dag 2020 and some Night Train. I showed up a little late to that party. I'll let you continue launching into this great story. I literally had never had a drop of wild Irish rose. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Nick, what's this taste like? He's like, oh, uh, a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a trip and has a some of the greatest. After that baby ate Indian food. That guy, ha- that guy has some of the greatest stories uh yeah he's just a fucking character and uh hey marv come on the <laughs> show please are we gonna do costumes so gonna, for halloween so you can actually tell probably one of my favorite stories of all times of the borders big bookstore that's probably like straight up one of my favorite stories of all time <laughs> my favorite's the notebook <laughs> Our notebook story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that man. good. We're gonna bust it out on the podcast one day. It's like a twenty-five minute long story, so we're gonna save it for a day when we're gonna talk like about no more. <laughs> of course you uh, would. Now you guys gotta keep listening. We're hitting you with the '90s sequel. <laughs> Episode one hundred. We'll tell the story. Yeah, it's it's the '90s sequel movie. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> Just kidding. It'll happen. Uh, do, oh, do you, uh, do you guys expect not another teen movie too? <laughs> Wait till the year 2018. Yeah, this time uh, Captain America shows up as Captain Captain America. <laughs> Captain America's in not another teen movie. Yeah. I guess he was. Holy sh- shikes. Yep. Jamie's <laughs> got a gun. Yeah. He was that guy. He like shows up with like 
uh, whipped cream and cherries on his tits. Yeah, I, yeah it, he does. It all just cobbled together in my head, but it was just... It yeah, that's Captain America. There. I gotta say, after... Uh, being drunk over at your house the morning after uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Way better. Way better flick. Oh, because uh, Britney made you watch it? 10 Things I Hate About You? Yeah. yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was Way good better movie. than Not Another Teen so, Movie? It was the first movie. It was the first time I had watched that. And it's awesome, I dude. liked it. Loved oh, it. Better than what? Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. No, dude. 10 Things I Hate About You is a good flick. He has some acting chops. Had some acting chops. <laughs> oh, too soon? Too soon! Too soon! Oh, no. What, was there some kind of bet between which one was better? Oh, no, we're just saying Heath Ledger's dead. No, I meant between <laughs> not another teen movie and uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. No. Okay. No. A bet going behind your back is that uh, a side bet, a side pool, if you will. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember if maybe I oh, said something. To, I don't remember if I said something to bring you. Like, oh, I get you, Sean. Not another no, teen movie is better a bet than going on. It's like, uh, uh, actually, me and Britt had a bet with to see, see which one of them got to big spoon you that night after you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you either got a jet pack or a fucking fanny pack. Doug was the fanny pack. You know what's messed up running i actually wish i had a fanny pack because i have no like pockets on my jogging stuff and i want something from like my keys and my phone oh no buddy here's what you do you get bluetooth headphones i have those which i actually have to buy a new pair because the ones you i get, bought are fucking broken and you get um an arm, arm strap, strap where it just puts to your arm and you put it right in there what do i do with and my keys though i gotta get that fat ass carabiner either bring, either bring no, a no, no, single no, no, key no, no. or Call Brittany when you get back, or just like have it. I could just take them have off it tight to your body so it doesn't clang, or stash it in your car. Yeah, like you can just stash it somewhere, probably. I could just take it off the, the carabiner. Yeah, like just bring all right. Okay. Uh, skirt, skirt. I want to segue uh, as a like a related story to the Polka King guy. Uh, Did you listen a, to his soundtrack? No. This is <laughs> this is a Actually, news. He's got some chops. This is a news story about a real, like a recent music uh, person's like empire crumbling. Spotify removes R. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. I like this segue. I'm changing our artist to here. It's it, he, they haven't removed him from Spotify. No, he's still on Spotify, but yeah. they removed him from the recommended pay- yes. playlist. And here's my thing about that: is you should let me decide who I want to basically ban from Spotify. I don't care because uh, there are artists that are in my in yeah. my circular the, the feed. point of it, ha- it has been that uh, they would have to ban retroactively every artist that has done yeah. something fucked up, which is a lot of people. Of them. There's a lot of <laughs> people of out there. Led Zeppelin but, kidnapped a 14-year-old girl. Like you can't even put Var- We were on. talking about Varg earlier. That guy killed somebody and lit a church on fire. And he's yeah, still on my recommended playlist. Right. But uh yeah, R. Kelly for you know, having that like little fucking sex cult that he has going on. Yeah, I mean on. he's a fucking freak. I mean but fucking Chris Brown has one too. There's there there's some like there's some people that are convicted pedos and like the the music 
my you my preferred genre of music that I don't want to listen to this guy's stuff, but he's still showing up. The entertainment industry is full of scumbags. But they need to have a setting where you can just ban these people. Where it's like I don't want them on my feed. I don't care if other people do, but I could just not have this show up again. And have even, a blacklist feature. Yeah, and even then, I could use it so I get a more diverse search setting. Not even just because I don't like this artist's choices but it could just be like i see these guys all the time i know i like them i could get rid of them and then you could cycle in new stuff in my circular playlist same i have that problem on almost every music uh service i use you like something now you just are stuck with that i have a core set of artists within like two or three different like super groups and essentially once it realizes that like these are kind of some things i like it literally just hits the same three labels over and over. And yep. it's like, I already know about these. They're all things I've already heard. Like my Get a better algorithm, team like, up with Facebook, steal more of my information. Right. And, uh, you well, know. Here's the, here's the key to the algorithm. You never heart anything. You only dislike stuff that you don't. That you don't. I actually do heart a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I make sure that I do the plugs on the, for pandora the, I actually, i'm more talking specifically for i don't pandora. do pandora yeah who the I've, fuck does pandora? there are people that still do pandora goddamn savage the only people the only people i know who still do t pandora have gray hair or no hair but if you ever do like the radio stuff or any of that stuff on spotify don't heart stuff just down it if you don't like it um so before we segue into music straight up, uh, this is music related. I um, I just wanted to talk about the hot mess that was Steven Tyler of Aerosmith on the Joe Rogan experience this week. Did not see or yeah, hear. I man. watched a little clip. I yeah, don't know uh, what to make of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched. What did it, you do? What's the big? I idea? watched it live. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain to Stephanie, like, basically, there are um, there are structures to having a conversation that you don't even think of. And and Steven Tyler just does not follow any of them. And it's he's not so like fried. Doug said he's so fried. He, it's when you've done drugs to a certain extent that it just damages your ability to carry the conversation. Look at Keith fucking Richards. They literally bring a backup guitarist on stage to play his solos for him because the dude's too fried to even play the guitar anymore. I wonder he made what... the Amazing Spider-Man theme song. That song's awesome. Did but he, though? For the cartoon, yeah. At oh, one point, yeah. like, That's literally, uh, he was like, um, oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you don't think people lived before the Ice Age? And Rogan had never said that. <laughs> And it, like R Rogan was like trying to go into like damage control, just like, like okay, just, yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about Aerosmith or something that's normal. And not even that. Uh, fucking at one point, Steven Tyler had professed that he they had mentioned monkeys, and uh, Steven Tyler was like, oh, oh, I I'm a bonobo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it it was just fucking like, disjointed crazy. and damaged conversation. I. And it was hard for you to watch. I was, like, trying to make sense of it. I was like, am I the only one thinking that this is just... Garbage gibberish. time? Yeah. <laughs> this garbage is garbage time. time. We would cut that. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you'd hear the... <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, we're trying to move into a format where we don't cut anything. But uh, they... That show literally cuts nothing. They just 
publish it. And rightfully so, they had comments disabled during the live feed. I don't know if they just do that standard because I rarely watch that show live. Most big name things, especially on anything they think will be any the slightest bit controversial, comments disabled. Even then, at the same time, a lot of them, it's just like, it doesn't matter. And they're not trying to breed any division between their fans because eventually at some point, people just get... They just start drawing lines in the sand for no fucking reason. <laughs> I had to go to the uh, the subreddit for that show just to like get some semblance that just some feedback. It was I'm I the only crazy. one that felt like yeah. this. It was like literally, it was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, fucking Steven Tyler. Um, We're gonna have to listen to some of that on the way home. I'm really he, curious about how retarded this guy sounds. Sorry. It was, it's, it seemed like he wanted to launch into conspiracy stuff. And, that was for one segment and, and he tried to continue with it. That's really like too bad. I want to play some, very, I want to play some Aerosmith right now. Just be like, that's, he tried to continue with stuff. it for a very long time. But Rogan was just like, he has some, like, he's had this conversation over and over again with a bunch of people and I get like Rogan's position with it. It's like, okay, like, can you write to him and you be like, get this like little fucking like, idea that he's this cerebral pot-smoking liberal and he wants to talk about all this crazy shit but when it comes to like aliens and conspiracy theories he actually like shoots a bunch of that down and fucking tyler is just like oh what about uh evolution from monkeys like uh that's out there man oh but you need to just write Joe he, Rogan to pick up the biker mice from Mars bit, <laughs> so we can just play that and then Rogan, shut no, him down. He doesn't. He doesn't pull um, sound bites. Oh. He doesn't pull, pull sound bites. I don't know. I don't watch. That's podcasts. a gimmick for nobody podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I will say on, uh, about one major podcast, your mom's house with uh, Tom Segura and his uh, wife. Don't listen to it. I have a couple times, and there's been a couple house. good episodes of it, but they are just they don't know how to do way bites. too liberal on the sound bites. Yeah, I. Which is why I am reluctant. You want to tell us about you want to? I was going to say, Sean, you want to tell us about your time in the hot yeah. seat? How much power you felt coursing through your veins? <laughs> it's more of getting a feel for what's where and when it's appropriate. It's 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 very similar to the Britney criticizing my 20 minutes at the camera helm oh you mean i touched it and wasn't a automatic, automatically got at it hey sorry that was my first night too bub yeah but you also set up the program knew how it worked and like kind of had like some experience with they were your else. key bindings yeah. three buttons yeah and i'm not saying that i also did anything three atrocious <laughs> i just like scanned no I, I, I actually thought you were, you did pretty good yeah, I mean, it's yeah. that was. I was terrible. like literally just like, hey, you want to take the hot seat? Yeah, and it was fine. It wasn't the end of the world. I still was it think professional scripted camera work? No, not yeah. even fucking I still, close. I still <laughs> think her criticisms were apt. I mean, was it was it was it was it, was it going to be perfect? Did I think anyone was going to be perfect? Did I say that that it was your first time doing <laughs> uh, it? Hello, yeah. none of this is ever going to be perfect. Yeah. That's the it's the nature of the beast of so just having an organic conversation and trying to capture the lightning. Shut in the Shut up. We're saying, Brittany, you're right. We're but saying Britney. It's never going to be perfect. <laughs> You've been demoted to a horse now. Just keep burping. Happy birthday to you. 
All right, this this segue was going somewhere, and then we segued we're again. Going it's into gone. music, it's we're gone. trying. We went, I, I tried to go to R. Kelly, into Steven Tyler, into music. Let's go into music. Who wants to go first? Sean, take it away. All right. This week, I have been listening to an album that is not the new Kanye album. <laughs> <laughs> He's on fucking God. He's truthful. He's out there. Oh, I got you. He's the man. Um, Actually, I am going to hit you with some non hip hop this week. I am going to hit you with a little bit of an artist named Warren Zavon. Warren Zevon? Yeah. All right. Fucking lawyers, guns, and money. money. Warren. Dude. Werewolves uh, werewolves in London. Werewolves in London is a great. I think that's actually. He's got a latest release, which is kind of a little bit of of everything. How is that possible? He's dead. Well, it's his the album who owns the rights and his estate uh, who is trying to make money off of him. So Stefan, that's 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 artist one hundred and one. That's why Biggie Smalls literally released a new album after. That's he died. why they killed Hendrix. Yeah, <laughs> so they could just chop up and remaster all his stuff. But uh, the the new greatest hits, quote unquote, supercut, uh, Werewolves, of Werewolves of London, came out this year. And oh, it's you got- mean the uh, the. Kid Rock song? No. <laughs> Stop. Don't you fucking hate that? Stop. How Kid Rock essentially stole, stole it. The, he it. just couldn't be just mashed up two songs yeah. and was like, this is this is art. It's like, I'm just gonna take this melody. Uh, this is mine now. And that's the problem that is I can literally not show anybody lo- oh fucking werewolves in London without them going, Oh, this is from that Kid Rock song. It's like, no! No! I like this is I like the track listing on here though. Is it's just his God damn it. His biggest two songs are the first two songs on this greatest hits. This it's Werewolves is, in London and Lawyer's Gonna Money are the are the first two songs right away. Get them out of the way. Alien Ant Farm covering Smooth Criminal. That was hot. That was hot. That was hot. They didn't change the song. But they nobody made it had, theirs. Yeah. Nobody had they made it theirs while nobody had any mistake that this was a Michael Jackson song. 100%. Unless you were an idiot kid who had never heard Michael Jackson before, and that encouraged you to go watch or go look up Michael Jackson. And Alien Ant Farm. That was how covers should be. They brought their style to an old classic. I'd just like to and say, made though, it fucking prime. Alien Ant Farm didn't have anything after that, though. No, they definitely fizzled after that. Not They didn't really generate much hype after that, which kind of sucks. But, but that was a good cover. Because they didn't, they didn't it was actually a, it, sound like that outside It was a of that. great cover. <laughs> no, was it was just bizarre. Part. But like I'd said in the past, uh, me being an idiot kid in that era, I went out, bought their album, and it encouraged me to listen to some music that I might not have necessarily been exposed to. Totally. I mean, that cover is probably the best business decision they ever made. And I I feel like that is lost because in the day of the single, in the day of streaming, where you could just go listen to the single for free on YouTube... You don't have to get the album, and you never get. You don't have to listen to the rest of the album. Yeah, but at the same time, if a single video generates twenty million views, you can also much easier ramp that up into a "Hey YouTube, I'm now the shit. Let's uh, let's push me on everybody." I think it's a lot easier to like view and realize and go, "This is our hit. Let's do more like this. We are now this sound to appeal to the masses." But. Uh, the case with Alien Ant Farm was that Smooth Criminal, S- Smooth Criminal, was nothing like the rest of their body. That yeah, and that's and that's kind of what Stefan was saying. It's like that, yeah. like, that it song was, a, was great. It was a total one-off. 
Yeah, but the rest of their shit. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, Let's go back, back to Warren Zevon. Yeah. Warren Zevon. Um, I've been, ever since my dad showed me Warren Zevon when I was probably like eight or nine, my dad being like a huge old school classical rock like music file, basically burned me like any CD I wanted, especially he was a big Napster guy in the day. It was basically like, anything you want, give me that shit. I'm going to print the album art on a disc fucking print and slap it on there. And everything you have going to look like it came out I'm of the studio. I'm going to pull this one on you. Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. Mm-hmm. Yes, daddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, baby. Just keep, keep <laughs> on. Keep on keeping on. Uh, but no, it's got it's got like everything. It's got like uh, everything from like Werewolves of London, Lawyers, Guns, and Money, which has been used as like the multiple intro songs on like procedural courtroom dramas. Uh, it's not even about the lyrics with that. It's the hook. It's all about the hook, dude. Co- I said, bring laws, guns, or send but, like, lawyers. The actual guns. song. That's the chorus. The, the actual, actual hook is. So memorable. No, yeah, it's, so it's memorable. Great. And like, I love the lyrics to that song, though. Like the the whole entire overarching story like, is just great. I'm meadow just like I always did. <laughs> How was I to know she, she was with the Russians, Russians too? <laughs> All right, we can't go anymore. Uh, if we do one more bar, we have to pay copyright fees. Right. Uh, but uh, it's got, and here's the thing: it's, it's it's got a lot of the really good deep tracks you probably haven't heard from him, like uh, Johnny strikes up the band's really good, excitable boy, who's literally about a creepy local in a small town who the town is not equipped to handle his mental illness. So he essentially goes from like everyone just kind of like, oh, he's just an excitable boy, and it's got this really really upbeat tempo. And you listen to it the first time, and you're like, "Oh, that's a cheery oh, that's little cheery. song." That's how the best depressing songs are. And then you really get into the lyrics, and it's like, "This is a sick fucking kid who's like creeping around at church, biting an usher's leg, like during a church service because he's a little psychopath." Takes Susie to the prom, murders her, gets sentenced to jail, gets out of jail, digs up her grave, builds a cage out of her bones, and like, and then every time it just cuts back to this chorus, like, "Excitable boy," they all said, and it's just like fucking I'm trying to think of the the word for it like that like that dissociative like it's so happy yet so fucked up it just like it really gets into you and I don't know if he has my shit's fucked up but that is probably I was waiting for my shit's fucked up dude my shit's fucked up is one of my favorite Warren Zevon songs. I actually don't think it's Rolling the Headless Thompson Gunner. I loved as a kid too. This was the uh, same. Uh, okay, <sighs> like and nowadays, here. who's the popular country artist? There's like th- Cowboy Troy. He's still in the news, right? <laughs> I've never fucking heard of him. But uh, uh, the Cowboy Troy to Warren Zevon was. Warren Zevon. <laughs> this is like Stefan saying I know oh, It's <laughs> yeah. the best though God that used to get under your skin so well Used to Like yeah. him saying Z-Lots but, uh, Z-Lots He was around the time that uh, like Alabama 88 Or 80 hour work week Was yeah. the popular country song Or country album mm-hmm. And I could still get behind that kind of country I almost don't call Warren Zevon country as i do southern rock he's it's like, like a leonard skinnerd and the i don't know if i call really him. he's just like pop to me it's no. like today uh no no no, no no Buzz him. <laughs> <laughs> um 
I, I guess would... I don't really. I haven't listened to anything outside of Werewolves and Lawyers Gun to Money, but he's got some deep shit, dude. He's got deep fucking tracks. Uh, check him out, Warren Zevon. Uh, especially if you're a, a young cat out there, you might not have heard of him, but he will. Uh, he's like he'll fuck your shit up. He's like Hank Williams the <laughs> Third, where he has a song entitled "I, I Put the Cunt Back in Country." Like that's his style, where it's like it's very raw. Like it's almost it's, Johnny Cash in it, its fucking delivery. It's of very just, explicit. Yeah, like Merrill Haggard and all them. I like all those guys. Yeah, you'd you'd really enjoy yeah. some of the deep tracks of Warren Zevon if you gave him more of a listen, because he's got a lot of really dark and well put together music. Like he's Roland, not a happy guy. No, like Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner is was my one of my favorite songs as a kid. And it has this, because he's a big storyteller musician, which I'm a big fan of. And it's just got this great, like, adventure tale of, like, this mercenary down in Africa fighting for yada yada, gets betrayed, like, comes back as a headless immortal, like, almost like a Solomon Grundy character of just, like, now I come kill everyone from my former squad. And he just, like, he's hunting them down in bars and shit. And it's, like, it's a brutal fucking song. (laughs) Big fan. But, Doug, why don't you take us away with the next album? Okay. Mine actually is related to hip hop. Oh, hell yeah. We switched it up. We got Freaky Friday with you. Blockhead. Oh, okay. I've listened to Blockhead before. Blockhead is somebody who basically worked with Aesop Rock. Mm -hmm. And if there was no Blockhead, there probably would be be no no Aesop Rock. Rock. And um, they're both like kids in manhattan basically mm-hmm. and they were working together uh blockhead i i sorry i don't know his actual name but uh blockhead wanted to be an mc mm-hmm. until he linked up with aesop rock and just like saw what his speciality was and realized what his like was skill not, was. yeah <laughs> uh n- not necessarily was not but uh what he was actually good at so uh coming to terms with the acceptance that you have skills in a certain criteria right. versus someone else not where, everyone's a lead singer man where you can like work with somebody um so so you're um, the superpower duo they both found their initial success both aesop and um blockhead with def jux the uh, record label that was my initial exposure to Aesop was a dude named Nate who was just like, oh man, I'm all about the Aesop rock. There was a uh, Def Jux, uh, there was Blockhead, there was Aesop, there was a producer, his nickname was El Producto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that's where both of them kind of came to the limelight where uh, it was like late 90s. They had a couple of like independent releases together. Mm-hmm. Um, the album that I listened to by um, Blockhead was Music by Cave Light. It's just a instrumental album. It's very downtrodden. It's very, I, I wouldn't say as eclectic as his later styles, because like a lot of his later styles have some like some crazy mashups. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one is like the the album is 
actually very, very depressing. Mm. Um, he also, which I didn't know, <laughs> started a uh, band, which was like a hip, like a, it was a comedy hip hop troupe called uh, Party Fun Action Committee. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds really familiar. I didn't. yeah, right. I didn't know he was involved in that. I so, guess I don't even know all the people in it. I like checked some of them out in uh, like the retrospect of it, just like kind of seeing what's related to this. And um, it was like the title track off of one of their albums was just some stupid like frat boy like satirization where it's just mm. like frat boys doing what frat boys do, not excusing it at all. It's like actually like really exposing how fucking shitty some of the, like this like culture croquis. is yeah, talking making... about croquis and boat shoes <laughs> a little bit there yeah making some uh making some allusions to the uh common date rape that occurs inside greek houses <laughs> sorry I'm ladies and gentlemen it happens. but uh yeah yeah um one of the things that i always liked about blockhead because i had initially gotten into him in like 2007, 2008, 2009 was when I was first getting exposed to like sampled loops. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, this dude's name comes from uh, like sample structure. When you're looking at an NPC or um, like blocks of music and time mm-hmm. or just like structuring things in MIDI. They're all done in blocks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's where he got his name from. Now, uh, just think he's a big dummy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like just a big, stubborn uh, dumb fuck. So, um, uh, cheers. Salute. I don't know if that one actually made it. Did that pick that up? He might just uh, think he's a big well, dummy, a blockhead. So, uh, one of the, the, the best tracks off of music by cave light is insomniac olympic olympics um i'm a big fan of that that title right there that's a good one yeah you should check it out uh it's got this very um if you worked with aesop he clears my bar aesop as you know at the moment is probably my top five i think it was like his first two you know his first two tree albums he was basically responsible for the music behind it it's a little Eric B to rock him right there. I, I love those vibes. I love when you see the dynamic duo of uh, DJ and MC. The Talented fucking, up. The Ma- the Macklemore Ryan uh, Ryan Lewis, I believe it is. The Rock Him Eric B, Jazzy Jeff, and the Fresh Prince. You get it in Apathy and Self. Yeah, we dropped that That was that something line I hadn't there. gotten until recently until uh, there's this uh, new YouTube hip hop analysis channel. Where this guy like explains the history of hip hop, and I did not know the that behind the scenes. Of Jazzy it, of Jeff and the Fresh Prince were like an actual duo before the show. They were a deal. Yeah, they he he deal. brought him on the show. Like, yo, I got a movie, I got a show deal. If you want to come this, be my crazy friend, yeah. yeah. And he got he got. If I'm on. doing this, he's coming too. That was his thing. Uh, and I'm talking from a person who is not familiar with like watching the Fresh Fresh Prince. Oh, that was my shit, dude. That and the Steve Harvey show. I still learned. I still learned one of my greatest lessons from Fresh Prince, which was never zig when you should zag. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It was Fresh Prince was. (laughs) Fresh Prince was having 
the Fresh Prince was having a really hard time and he couldn't figure out a way out of a problem. And he went to Uncle Phil, like when the, the problem had already exploded and been blown out of proportion and Uncle Phil told him that as a man, it's not, it's not a weakness to ask for help through the connections that you have basically. Like it's not a weakness to ask someone for help when you've taken the time to establish these connections. Typical bourgeoisie bullshit. <laughs> Sean, I'm going to seize your means of production. Yeah, grab me by the dick, dog. <laughs> grab me seize my means of reproduction. <laughs> so uh, the last thing I wanted to say about Blockhead was my favorite work of art by him was the music video for the music scene. And I don't if you, know if I've seen that. If you have not seen the video for the music scene, this is not off of music by Kayla. It's by it's off of the album, the music scene. It is this uh, work of art for hand drawn animation. Is this gonna blow? This is America out of the water, Doug. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, <coughs> it it does have like a social commentary where it is. Of course, it does. It's essentially taking it's music. Like, animals observed in the wild and kind of like smashing them into the TV and morphing them into one another and there's like this um, there's this stem of like uh, nerves that is just like taking oh okay it I've is, seen this one it yeah. is like it a, does blow this is America that's some water. dude that's some stereotypical some day tripping fucking hip hop from New York like that is yeah that's it, is, it's, it is it is a kaleidoscopic smorgasbord of color wow, and just blast that was a lot yeah. of syllables it's just colors and blasts all over your face kaleidoscopic smorgasbord Schmergishberg? Are you part of the Schmergishberg group, Sean? No, I'm a poo-poo platter pal Do you myself. go to those, like, a devil cult meetings in the forest? <laughs> yes, but I have to walk on my hands the whole way, so it takes me a while to get there. <laughs> All right, Stefan. <You're> up. <laughs> you got something to follow that? <laughs> I This week for music was not awesome for me really because i heard the new demu borger album got you hard <laughs> that album is so bad i could talk about that album should we talk about how bad that album or should i give him a, a decent album let's I'm, talk about how bad it is gonna, no I'm, let's talk I'm, about decent stuff and then we can talk about how uh bad the uh demu burger i was, demu album. Burger. <laughs> I was gonna say if you talk Ooh. about demi burger i'm gonna probably take a nap was that minutes. another metal joke that sean actually got yeah, he watched Metalocalypse. <laughs> he enjoyed it secretly. I watched... Sean is actually clueless in his eyes. Like looking at his eyes, he's just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking Demu about. Demu Burger. It was a Metalocalypse. Probably one that slipped by him. <laughs> I know who Demu Borger is, and I get the like Demu Burger, like the burger thing. Like obviously, oh. like how can you hear? There was an Demu episode Borger. of Metalocalypse where Murder Fit or not Murder Fit. They all had to go <sighs> back and get day jobs, and the lead singer had to go work at Demu Burger. Uh, Demu Burger, yeah, was, and he gets his face fried off. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a straight whoosh okay. on my head. Okay, yeah, I was just I was just right. drawing the I obvious connection. He was connection. just like I saw it in his eyes. Okay, the decent album I had this week was by Ishan, which is not spelled how it's phonetically pronounced. Which I looked up, it is Ishan, but it is I-H-S-A-H-N. And his album is Ammer, A-M-R. 
What genre is this? This is progressive. For uninitiated? This is, is this, this like is somebody who's gonna like give me the stigmata in a no, movie? 100%. This is this is progressive metal, so this is gonna have all right, a little bit of history. Ishan used to be in a black metal band called Emperor, so it's gonna be like really heavy riffs. But then the band kind of diverged in thoughts and musical focus from metal to more progressive and jazz influenced stuff. So Ishan is the more progressive and jazz influenced stuff. So he uses like a a seven string guitar, and then on each of his solo albums, he introduces a new instrumental component so like one was a saxophone this one is really synth based and from some of the interviews i've seen he talked about his influences from the past have been people like john williams and like grand composers and this one was actually more like 80s like he actually referenced john carpenter in the interview so this one's a little synth heavy as a, as a musical dope. inspiration yeah but That's he nuts. like this john carpenter as far as like uh he is like recently culturally significant because there's this whole like synth wave yep. resurgence yeah. vapor wave so there's that whole like um the picture of kurt russell in his like high school years uh-huh. like before vapor wave and then after, after vapor waves, snake it's, it's, yeah, you snake <laughs> from uh, escape from new york okay so ishan escape from la was better. ishan i like the guy he is he is definitely like a hipster though and like his musical approach on a lot of stuff i like this album there's a lot of good stuff in it there are lulls to it i'm not gonna lie there are some parts that i feel are really drawn out but overall it's got a lot of lulls you're saying uh like the intro it like drags out a little bit for me but like it picks up there are definitely parts that i really enjoy to this album that's one of those things that happens with uh like self-indulgent solo albums that's what this is right? wank right I believe there's not that much wank because it's still it's still europe there's not a lot of guitar wank there are solo parts in here but like the european style is not as self-indulgent as the american style and that is just something i've come to accept but you don't need uh wank you don't need to necessarily get self-indulgent self-indulgent you don't need wank to wank I don't think overall coming without contact is a skill, and you can learn. You I don't know, jerk off to your own ass in the mirror. I really don't you say find like it. I haven't already done that twice tonight. <laughs> I really didn't find this album as self-indulgent. I just, I'm not a big synth fan, and I'm 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 still kind of digesting it. I enjoy this album. Is was it, it my like, favorite album out of his discography? No. The one that I loved the most was the saxophone one, which was called After, because it had it had such heavy jazz influence, and I love jazz. Stefan got a soft spot for some saxophone. Yeah, I do. Sa- it's the sexiest instrument. Yeah, Isn't that it's, right? Yeah, sexy sax. Yep. Uh, my dad actually like specifically hates saxophone. That's okay. It's a really he, hard so instrument. So your dad's to, a Republican? He actually calls it poopy sax. <laughs> Yes, he calls it poopy sax whenever he hears it. What does he call anal? (laughs) (laughs) But overall, I just want to—I just want to say overall, my verdict on this album is it's good. Overall on this album, I just want to say I my verdict on it is it's good. I'm going to spend some more time digesting it, but I, I enjoy it. I think it's good. Maybe maybe <laughs> definitely give it like the 7 out of 10, I, where I'm at right now with it. You got to be a little harsher with your judgment. You're saying this isn't even your guy's favorite album. 
Just some rando shit. Seven out of ten is like a C. So uh, when you say you didn't really like the uh, synth stuff, what? that's just something I'm not. I'm not a fan of, and it's definitely having a resurgence. Like we you get already the said. Sentence out though. Was it like the synth stuff in the end of Sean Lane stuff, where it wasn't really like a synth album? It was like I'm just gonna have the synth do all these. No, weird I can play things. five seconds of this. We have to literally credit. Yeah, that after sucks. Five seconds. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like with like synth stuff, I need like big pads. I need textures. I need soundscapes. Oh, cascade. Oops. Does it change over time? Does it go places? Yes, but the style just—it's slower and it grows over time. Is it Sean Lane stuff? No, Sean Lane is the guitarist. Guitarist. That guy is a, just a god. Yeah, but uh. That guy, he had some like really, really fucking weird synth stuff, where it was like synth was uh, essentially the Beatles orchest- orchestration that broke them up. You know, it's like we're gonna write this song, and then uh, after the fact, we're gonna have a bunch of like garbage stuff coming, <laughs> some garbage over the top. Tell you what, for next week. I'll have a Sean Lane album ready because that stuff is just hot fire. Oh no, you can't spoil us like that. Yeah, you can't. You it's can't. Too spoil you can't it. reveal too until we. I was gonna ask you uh, earlier. This guy does what not know the music how to band that you picked play. out in the music band. Hello, music band. Hello, fellow kids. Hello, Who's kids Ishan? who make the song do. And I, I, I like Ishan. I like his approach on. Or his mindset on a lot of things, and I really enjoy Emperor. Emperor is probably one of my favorite black metal bands, just because it's a culmination of two completely different mindsets on music who have now diverged. But this current album, I'm not as crazy about it as After. After was just awesome. Can I say though, when you started this intro and you said Ishan, and I'm like, I get it now. But when you started, I thought you said Isham, the fucking Detroit-based rapper who's referenced oh, you multiple were about to times, be like, just like by Eminem. I'm like, how does dude know who Isham is? No, like he's like he's referenced like I think in one Eminem line as this like underkey like this like this underground acid rap fucking Detroit rapper from like the early '90s, and it's just like, wait, what? No, I I didn't. Not. I was going to try and go to a whole different genre of music, but this week was just because we had the Demu Borgir album. <laughs> oh, my God. There was, like, a bunch of new albums coming out and new teasers, and I was going to try and hit a whole new genre of music. I mean, Ishan is definitely not black metal. This is progressive through and through. There's not. There's not metal. black metal. It is progressive. You're looking at me like it's different. I'm it's- trying to get black metal out of you. I'm not a black no. metal Yeah, I know. No one's trying to. I'm just saying this is different from what I usually throw out there. I mean, I think I had a jazz album. Actually, before. me and Brittany, your girlfriend, had a talk about this today. You think other people like black metal. No one likes black metal. No. Nobody no. likes black no. metal. Stefan, this is an intervention. We, we, Stefan, we need to talk. What you're doing is hurting the people you love. <laughs> it's hurting their ears. <laughs> when you... Drive me home today, and you play some of this fucking garbage, and my ears start bleeding. <laughs> You're gonna what did know. I play last time I went home. I remember the last time I drove you home. You tried to get me to play Fred Astaire. 
but it was trying to say Demu Borgir. <laughs> but you're drunk. He was like, could you try to put the shitty music on for me? Could you enable me? But literally, physically? He, he was too drunk to remember Demu Borgir. So he just says, play the Fred Astaire. <laughs> so I start playing Fred Astaire. He's too drunk to realize that's not what he asked for. And he starts hardcore dancing in my passenger seat. To, I had stolen a bottle of Tito's that time, too. Yep. After we got all the way out. What was that for? I was going to try to tell Stefan a secret message, but my headphone it doesn't wire reset got far. caught. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, call up uh, Elvis's last stand to play us out. Oh, lordy lord. Here we go. Dude, thank you all for listening again. If you have, we didn't talk about how bad the Demo Borgir. Yeah, let's album talk was about up. that uh, <sighs> while he to? looks that up. That whole album is somebody having a chorus and not knowing what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> they have a full orchestrated chorus and they don't know what the fuck they're supposed to do with it. So I feel like their lyrics just go. That chorus was pretty cool. <laughs> we are Demo Borgir. The chorus is like. <laughs> You know what? That's basically what it was. <laughs> Come I mean, live to a city near you. It is Radio are. Loud featuring Demu Bourgeois. Odds are that chorus was not a chorus. It was just a chorus a program. Yeah. No, not even a sample. There's like Just a, a Fruity Loops fucking loop. <laughs> no, there is like these libraries where it's like phonetically sampled libraries. Where oh, no shit. if you can type your lyrics into it and they will find something sing that sounds you know oh, no, I'd back, you can literally I would get totally the auto, back that oh. up but recently their big thing has been having uh, the Czech orchestra and then an uh, entire chorus come out for their live shows but they've gotten rid of That's all of be their the, primary songwriters at on this, this point one, it's going to be a check mark orchestra where it's like check uh, no wrong answer <laughs> orchestra on this one nope it's a Czech orchestra we have one guy who made sure there was an orchestra (laughs) (laughs) yep that's an orchestra excuse me why can't I find you